With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's showtime. And here we go. One, two, three, four. Black Hawk and Hassel Tribe. <laughs> Today is Wednesday, March 1st, 2017, trade deadline night, post Blackhawks Pens game night. Thank you for downloading and actually listening to the Blackhawks Blogosphere's most looked down upon deplorables for this Puck and Hassel Shell Kiss, episode 77, the hashtag Oak Park native Joe Corvo episode. You may even get tired of winning and you'll say, please, please. It's too much winning. We can't take it anymore. Mr. President, it's too much. And I'll say, no, it isn't. We have to keep winning. We have to win more. We're going to win more. <laughs> that, 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 that's was my, that was my unofficial shout-out, that intro right there. <laughs> that, that, that is for the Blackhawks tonight, for, for their win and their uh, hot February. So. Thank you, Mr. Really President. Really quick, I'll be expecting a tweet from one person who's going to understand that Joe Corvo <laughs> shout out. This is fake news put out by the media. <laughs> there you go. As you can tell, I've uh, I've upped the uh, soundboard a little bit. So anyway, Terrific. but anyway, thank you, sir, for the Joe the Joe Corvo. Where's he from again? <laughs> Oak Park native, was it? I thought it was Newport News. Oh, all righty then. Anyway, welcome to our lonely, desolate little corner of the worldwide wine, where we have been effectually anointed the meatballs of the hockey podcasting world. Thanks to our iTunes reviewers and where we gather every couple of weeks to make Blackhawks podcast great again. The American dream is dead. <laughs> oh, we are also the self-proclaimed favorite podcast of Jake Pro. Jay McBoy from the Australian chapter. Stay in the fucking net. 
Eloisa from the Brazilian chapter and Burns Churches from the South African chapter. Wouter Pieter. I am Gatekeeper, your favorite vertically challenged loudmouth goalie and the purveyor of this grand mess. I am joined here by the other three Puck and Stooges that complete the four horsemen of Blackhawks banter, I guess we should say. Uh, the founder, first of all, we have the founder of the McRib Diet. The man voted the Blackhawks bloggers for his most eligible bleacher in a landslide, according to TrumpSingles.com. Old crabby shithead himself, <laughs> Patrick Stankus. I have my apologies if I'm a little fired up. Um, the stupid person at Buffalo Wild Wings forgot to put my sour cream in my bag. So, Duh. And I'm also hopped up on pain pills because I hurt my shoulder and neck, so... Perhaps I can better serve the world this way. You mean not subjecting women to your sexual advances? <laughs> yeah. Middle finger salute to you. <laughs> Give me a break. Give me a break. I have never seen a human being eat in such a disgusting fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be rude. There you go, Patrick. <laughs> He's stuffing pancakes in his mouth like this. <laughs> Gate, I may have to stay on all night just to hear what you've done with the Trump part of the soundboard. Oh, yeah. This I, is, is 60-some sound clips of uh, Trump uh, on top of everything else that I put in here. So, <laughs> Moving on from the Great White North, where we now outsource to support the loonies and toonies, a man who collects cardboard pictures of young, marginally talented former Blackhawks, Playgirl Canada cover boy, Brian, a.k.a. Atomic Froster. Hey, when you guys send me the outline? <laughs> no. No, you can't have the outline. Damn. <clears throat> yeah, let's see if someone can link Mr. Froster the outline. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what do you do? Are you the new Derek? You don't read the outline ahead of time? <laughs> Never. That's how you keep it fresh and off the cuff. <laughs> fresh. All right. And... Our Generation Z member, helping us cover three generations of Blackhawks bellyaching, future Kansas Jayhawk, and fellow portly basement-dwelling blogger named Patrick. Watch your language, folks, because he's still underage, Mr. Patrick Norton. Hello. I was compared to Derek earlier tonight, and I'm going to cry until I fall asleep. Apologize <laughs> like a little baby, like a disgusting little weak, pathetic baby. Go home to mommy. Oh. Go home... Bye. Go home to mommy. Go home to mommy. Tell her to tuck you in bed. I hope you brought plenty of Kleenex tonight. Oh, no. Oh, I've got no. the sniffles. Oh, God. I thought it was tennis elbow. <laughs> she said he's a pussy. <laughs> there you go. And the other voice that you heard in the background. Shoutcast veteran. From HockeyBuzz.com, the only redeeming quality, maybe the only redeeming quality from HockeyBuzz.com, Mr. John Jekyll. Gentlemen, I'm old, I'm tired, but I've had my nap. Let's do this. <laughs> Excellent. Well, now that uh, you've, you, you're, you're a regular, you're a veteran of the Shoutcast, I've put together a little intro for you. Um, hope everybody enjoys this, so here we go. So if you slappies in the back will get ready, roll the tape. The show, show, chosen one. Let's get one thing straight. Cut the damn music, you idiots. Let's get down to business. You're going to listen to every damn word that I have to say tonight. 
Let's get one thing straight. Slappy. Double J. And I'm gonna crash your party. And there ain't a damn thing you can do about it. So why don't you choke on that, slap nut? Gonna be the Double J Hall of Fame. Double J will keep the lights on Tennessee. You'll never reach my level, but you're starting young, and, and you could aspire to come close to my level. I told you no more cervezas. No, 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 no. That's Dolph J. The man with all the stroke. No, Double J is trying to make his way in, and Double J. Don't you forget that name. That's Double J. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Y'all can choke on that. <laughs> there you go. To those who don't know, some some of you are a little younger and don't know who that is. That's Jeff Jarrett, Double J. So <clears throat> I threw together a little. One of us was too old to know. <laughs> well, you know, there's that sweet spot in there. Yeah, I, I just happen to f- fall into that sweet spot. So, hey John, what time did you eat dinner tonight? <laughs> oh, for the love of God, four thirty, like most old people. Well, uh, let's see, it was about uh, it was about seven thirty with my son at the mall. It was a beautiful thing. Woo! Yeah, his table son is seven service. years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And I never expect to hear that from you again. <laughs> Yeah, we got we're, we got a lot of Trump clips going on here, so I, I hope everybody enjoys that. We don't, we're going to lose a couple of uh, listeners, I think. Winner, winner. Yeah, there was. You just lost about five more. <laughs> Who's a perv? <laughs> oh, he is. He is. Uh, <laughs> quiet, quiet, quiet. <laughs> I know Pat's enjoying this. <laughs> I wish I had these clips for when for uh for election night because that would have been beautiful. It just would have been beautiful. If Pat's still with us. I don't know if he is. He's still there, Pat. Not he's, got his mute, he's got his microphone on mute, so it's gonna take him a minute. Probably. <laughs> he's got the hot plate fired up, some denty more beef stew. True. <laughs> Or that Taco Bell really got to him quickly. What the hell is going on? You know, that smartass really does sound like Derek tonight. <laughs> uh. I love the poorly educated. You know, you can say that and there will never, ever be a comeback for that. That just puts me right in my place. And the hatred and venom coming from his mouth. All right. That's anyway. our president, people. <laughs> <laughs> that is our president. Don't be rude. Get out of here. Get See, but if I was, out, if I was out, really out. Derek, I'd say, not my president. This is fake news put out by the media. <laughs> One of the great sleazebags of our time. <laughs> I could do this all day. <laughs> And, and I got just like three hours of that. I know. I got I got one special one just for us though. And then you look at Chicago. What's going on in Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> uh. So anyway, 
Uh, it's trade deadline night. Uh, it it kind of fizzled out. It was not as good. It was not as exciting as a lot of people thought it was going to be. Uh, when is the last time you would have said that a locomotive Yarosavo plane took off better than trade deadline day? Uh, I don't know what I said. Uh, I don't Ooh. remember. <laughs> yeah, well, it was. Uh, there weren't a whole lot. There weren't a lot of big moves. Uh, I, we got the whole list. We'll kind of touch on it a little bit, but um, a lot. You know, in Blackhawks land, a couple things happened. Mostly, it was mostly just moves in, inside the organization. There were a couple moves as far as uh, trades went. There's a lot of swiping left on players. <laughs> yeah, there's just sw- some swiping. Yeah. Um, first of all, I do want to mention, though, that this week, and this, I don't know why this bothered me so much, but um, Bill Paxton died this week, and that kind of just, like, I don't know why. I really like Bill Paxton, and it really kind of got to me. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of disappointing. Do you realize it's snowing in my room? God damn it! <laughs> so I pulled, I pulled a couple of, of Paxton clips for oh, that. Shit. So, so you know, you two donkey dicks couldn't get laid in a morgue. Uh, that's for the Fatrix. He was, he was great in uh, Weird Science. What or so I've been told because <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Yes, you've so you've been told. Oh, smart mouth me, you wormy little shit. <laughs> Game oh, over, those are all weird Game over. Yeah, I, I went through Weird Science. Weird Science had a, had a lot of the best ones. Chet was one of the best uh, characters ever. So, yeah. Dickweed. <laughs> <laughs> those will come in handy down the road. So, yeah. I, that kind of sucks because uh, Bill Paxton was pretty cool. And, uh, of course, in honor of Bill Paxton, I think it was, uh, it may have been Shy BDM that put that up last night. That uh, in honor of Bill Paxton dying, we had a twister come through the Chicago land area yesterday. So mm-hmm. in, in this so same I have week, a, I have a Bill Paxton story. Yeah, no, go ahead. Nice. So a buddy of mine from college, um, he uh, went out to L.A. after college and he became an actor. And he was in One False Move with Bill Paxton. Holy shit! And he lives he lives up around Rockford. He lives up in Pecatonic, Illinois. His name is uh, Tom Dabson. Holy shit! So there Shout out. There's, there's my, there's my Bill Paxton story. You're stupid, buttwad. Excellent. <laughs> Do you have any idea? I have a Bill Paxton how story too. How disrespectful that is! Go ahead. Uh, I walked into my mom's room when he died and was like, "Oh my god, the president from Independence Day died." Not Bill <laughs> what Paxton. What the hell is going on around here? <laughs> Woo! All righty then. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the, uh, it, I was watching cause I worked from home today, but the, uh, the sports net panel that they had on that was actually, br- uh, simulcast on the NHL network. Did any of you guys watch well, that? Someone said to work. Oh, <laughs> go home to mommy. Go home. Bye. <laughs> go home to mommy. Go home to mommy. Tell her to tuck you in bed. <laughs> well anyway (laughs) um brisgalov was on on the on the panel today and he had a couple of uh pretty good clips so i pulled them there one of them is short and the other one's a little bit longer but the first one was uh was right here where uh he he was on a panel with colby armstrong and uh i think it was ryan whitney is it ryan whitney i think it was ryan whitney and uh, Jeff Merrick. So uh, this is this is them the one of the first cutaways they did to to Bruce Galloff. 
want to welcome Ilya Brzgalov aboard. And a funny moment a couple of seconds ago, Brzgalov sits down, Armstrong turns him and says, I hate you. You want to explain why? Well, no, I hated him because in 2009 at World Championships in Switzerland, we couldn't score on him in the final game and they ended up beating us two to one to win. But you were a brick wall, right? Yeah, like usually. <laughs> good reason to, good reason to hate him. Like usually, he says. And then... Uh, <laughs> This, what a beauty. Uh, yeah. Well, the, this one, this next one's even better. So uh, it's better. It's almost better than the Tigers and the Bears. So here we go. Before we give, give you a chance to ask anyone on the panel a question, I do have one final one for you. Do you believe that aliens walk amongst us? Oh, for sure. This is a big one. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. And I tell you, secret. You know, it's insider information. <laughs> okay. I guess. They discovered the new seven planets right now. Yeah. And they detect it. It's a seven. But insider information... Some of the aliens wave us back. You know what I mean? <laughs> they send us a message. <laughs> really? Yep. Insider information yeah. from NASA. Deep inside. Okay, NASA, Ilya. Insider. Your chance to ask anyone here on the panel any question you want. You can't me a guard, you know. <laughs> I can't believe it. You have a question for Doug McLean, for Colby Armstrong, Ryan Whitney? Oh. I have no idea. The, He's Doug, so much more complex than that. Why can't you? I know what, what you asked me when we're off the air. Yeah, what Why I, does nobody give you a chance to be a backup right now when so many teams... Because they know I will become a backup and I will become a starter. <laughs> but I'm supposed to answer the question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Elia, ask Elia a question. The most interesting man on trade deadline, Elia Brzgalov. So in response to that, our president said, The wall just got 10 feet higher. <laughs> All right. Enough of the, uh, the, fuck, the fuckery. The ass hattery, the jag douchery. The jag douchery. Yes, the jag douchery. <clears throat> so that's. Uh, I just wanted to play that. I figured people that didn't get to see that would enjoy that. Briz was on point today. So. So as far yeah, as the Blackhawks, no, go ahead. What did you say? No, that was good. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Um. So as far as the Blackhawks go, um, they had a couple of moves before the trade deadline, but uh, I mean, really, you know, Nick Schmaltz got. Uh, during the bye week, Nick Schmaltz, Tanner Carroll, and, and Vincent Estrosa got sent down. Schmaltz and, Carroll, or Schmaltz and Carroll got brought back up for when uh, they started playing again. Um, the Blackhawks also signed uh, goalie Jeff Glass, who was on a minor league contract to a two-year deal, which now makes them goalie compliant for the, uh, the expansion draft. Um, that's really what that move was. <clears throat> Well, I didn't really see it coming, but, uh, you know, it, it's not really what? on What's the radar. What's glove made of again? <laughs> glove of glass. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff Glove of Glass. So uh, he'll be around for two more, at least another year, because he's not going to get selected in the draft, in the, uh, the expansion oh, draft. He'll be the backup next year to Scott Darwin. <laughs> How do you like me now? How do you like me now? <laughs> Lovely. It's coming. It's coming. It's Don't coming. be rude. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was coming today. It was a little truth no to way. some of them, I'll be honest. Did any of you guys... It's a joke, damn it. Listen to, uh, did any of you guys listen to the beginning of the game on WGN? No. 
I could swear as I was getting out of the car. And I could swear Weideman was going off about how Darling is going to be the starter in Las Vegas next year. And Troy kind of interrupts him and, and says, well, and then all of a sudden my, I lost my signal. And I, forget, I did not hear what he said, but I could swear he was saying, you know what, don't count on that in terms of Darling going anywhere. I could swear that's where he was going. I wanted to see if anybody else had heard the whole piece. Yeah, well, but I thought that was I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, who knows at this point? I mean, I honestly, uh, with all the talk back and forth, uh, I had a chance to like buy a Crawford jersey, and I didn't just because of I. <laughs> we got to make it through the summer first. I'm not going to buy a Crawford jersey and then have him get traded during the summer. So, well, I'm going to go to Pro Jersey and check out their clearance rack. And then going to go buy a Corey Crawford jersey and ask him to change a nameplate to Samborski. No, no. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Hashtag please sponsor us, Pro Jersey. You're not going to go do that. You wouldn't even go get me a $40 jersey this weekend. <sighs> yeah, you got me there. There's a little truth <laughs> to some of them, I'll be honest. I can't wait to get my Yuri Seacotch from uh, Jay McBoy. I'm sure Yuri Seacotch is still there at uh, the uh, store out in uh, Aurora. <laughs> Along Our road with, trip is getting more and more funner. Along with the Scuderi, uh, along with uh, all those, yeah. We'll bring Jay McBoy out there when he gets I'm going to put the challenge out to a listener to go and buy the Yuri Seacuts jersey just because we've talked about it now, what? <laughs> At least twice. <laughs> and, and now I'm sure there are people out there, thanks to you, that think that Yuri Seacuts is like my favorite player. <laughs> now that Somebody been go out there, take a selfie with the Yuri Seacuts jersey, and I will send you a puckin' hostile T-shirt. He's a liar. I never <laughs> met a liar like him. I met a lot tougher people than him, but I never met a guy that lied as much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell is going on? Oh. So anyway, I, I want a Jeff Glass jersey. So since he, since we since he might be around longer than uh, Corey Crawford at this point in time. <clears throat> We're talking about Jeff Glass, right? Yes, Glove of Glass. <laughs> um, yeah, so he he signed a two-year deal that makes him goalie compliant so they can, I guess, I don't know, whatever. Cause, because uh, um, Darling is actually going to be a free agent, so it's not like they could really protect him anyway. Right. So, I mean, why would they select him in the draft when they could just sign him as a free agent? That's kind of, I guess, how you would look at look at it that way. Uh, that was, I, I, someone brought that up. I don't know, someone brought that up before. Someone about oh, do or something like that. And I'm like, well, you could just let his contract expire and sign him during the summer. But okay. Yeah, I think if if they do want to keep him, they're going to sign him before July first. I think they're going to have to because the offers are going to yeah. come in. Oh yeah. Yeah, he, he's going to get offers. There's, oh yeah, you you can't doubt that he is definitely going to get offers. So whether he wants to take him or not is another thing. But it, it, it the at the very least, it could drive the price up. Right, exactly, so. exactly. You know, when they start seeing when dollars start hitting the table, you know, it's real hard to walk away from them. Yeah, well, and you know, you know as many times and as many years in the past that Pat and I have sat here and gone, oh yeah, he's going to be gone during the summer. Whoever whoever the person was. Oh, he's definitely gone during the summer or whatever the case is. And they weren't gone during the summer. We went through a, a year of that with uh, Sharp. Well, we went through that with some other people that they ended up resigning. Um, you never really know what they're doing. So. 
No. I've given up guessing on what they're going to do. Yeah. Well, I've kind of well, given up on the whole, you know, that's not going to happen kind of thing. I've kind of laid, you know, I used to be really staunch about saying, oh, that's not going to happen or this isn't going to happen. But the more, the, the longer that we do this, I found out yep. that um, it's not as cut and dried and uh, things can, things come out of the woodwork. Like, say, re signing Jordan Tutu and Michael Roosevelt for another year. Well, isn't that Vegas stuff too, though? Yeah, it is, but still, I mean, they could have they could have signed yeah. Campbell for an extension for that or something, you know? Yeah, I think they're they're going to wait and see on Campbell. But the uh, the interesting thing about what we're talking about is if you look at the um, you know the salaries of the team and the and the contracts, everybody over three million dollars a year, which is a pretty big handful of guys. There's one guy who can be traded right now. That's Corey Crawford. He has a he has a modified no trade clause in effect right now, where yeah. he would have to submit a list if they ask him. And I've been told they have not asked him, and then it was that was qualified with yet. Yeah. <laughs> so bear that in mind. Yeah, that's and and I had uh, there was a guy on the Facebook page that uh, didn't didn't understand how that works. And how that works is they would ask him to submit a team or a, a list of 10 teams that he could be traded to. <clears throat> he has to provide a list of 10 teams. Now, he I could also, 10, yeah. yeah, he could also waive that. He could waive the no trade altogether, probably. And yep. if they asked him and he, and he did that, but they'd have to ask him and he'd have to agree to it. So, but at the very least, he has to, he has to, you know, give a list of 10 teams. They may not be the 10 teams that the Blackhawks wanted to trade to, but whatever. That's, that's you know, the thing about that, though, too, is, and, and like Filipula, they did it this, this week with him. He was asked to waive, he, and his list was supposedly, I think it was like 14 teams. The, the team that they had to deal with Philadelphia was not on his list, but and they just went and negotiated it with him, you know? Yeah. And because and, that, what happens at that point is the players are like, well, they don't want me here anyway. You know, yeah. and I mean, sometimes they do shut it down and say, no, this is it. These are the teams. And if you don't like it and you can't do a deal, I'm not going anywhere. But then there are other cases where if it's not the teams on the list, they negotiate something. But I will say this. I mean, let's assume that the Hawks go to the finals at the least, which is possible. Um, that means they're going to have a really short window between the end of the season and July 1st to do quite a bit of business if they're planning on moving Crawford. That's the part that I, that I, I'm, I'm wondering about. And, and I almost feel like if they're going to do it, they may even have a, a gentleman's agreement in place with somebody on it, but I don't, you know, who knows, who knows? Yeah. We, we, we really don't know. Um, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of, a lot of this talk here is going to be just us throwing ideas out there because, uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> because of course the Blackhawks did not make a couple, uh, as many moves as we thought they may. Um, we thought there would be a couple, maybe a couple more moves, or at least one more move. So, this uh, and and actually, the the entire league didn't make that many moves. So I don't know what no. we're gonna, I don't know what we're gonna do with all this time. But uh, but what am I gonna talk about for two hours? <laughs> they uh, they did investigate a lot of stuff today, or I was told. Yeah. They uh, there were there were a handful of players that that they had made some calls about or received calls about. I don't know which, and uh, for whatever reason, they didn't they didn't get anything done. Um, I, I don't think, I don't think they went in today thinking they had to do anything. Um, it was interesting. I was watching the game tonight. 
Kruger was taking draws tonight, um, which he hasn't for quite a few games. And yeah. uh, so maybe, you know, maybe they felt like his, his arm was feeling, you know, better enough that it was encouraging that he could be, uh, you know, a face-off option going forward so that lower line center need wasn't as acute, you know. Yeah, well, they, they do have a lot of centers playing wing, too. Uh, you know. They, Rasmussen. They, yeah. I mean, they got guys, they got guys that they can, while they're not great at draws, but uh, they do have other people that can take draws if they need to, which there was someone earlier that was like, you know, talking about the Blackhawks getting another center. And I'm like, they're kind of loaded at center. Even if they're not great at draws, they got a lot of centers. Like, you know, Henestrosa can play center, Carroll play center, Rasmussen play center. Uh, you know, there's a lot of centers in the uh, around these Blackhawks parts, which we're not used Salt to. took over tonight uh, yeah. on that second line, too, which was nice to see him move up. Yeah, yeah, he did a nice job, too. Schmaltz did a lot of things tonight. Yeah, <laughs> he had he, a, he is on fire. I was We were talking about this in the pre-chat before you came on, John, that uh, um, Schmaltz has really turned it on. Uh, well, yeah, the other guy, too, is, is our boy, the Big Richard. Yeah, Dick <laughs> fucking Panic. Woo! Oh, my God. That goal tonight was unbelievable. Yep, 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 yep. To all those people who keep trying to tell me that he still sucks and he's just, you know, a product of whatever. I don't... You like that? You like that? He's he's a decent player. He's got talent. I'm not saying he's, you know, he's not... Uh, yep, Hart. Ovechkin Hartman or anything. Hartman could have had but... a goal or two tonight. Yeah, yeah. Hartman looked really, Hartman looked really yeah. good tonight. Actually, Yurko really made a really nice move tonight uh, around a defender. He didn't score, but he made a nice move. That must have been during my nap. <laughs> I'm sure it was. It was in the third period, so yeah. <clears throat> you know, the, going back to, to to panic, panic, whatever we call him, he, uh, <clears throat> you know, the thing I love about him is that he plays fearlessly. I mean, that guy, he just, you know, he's like he's like a wrecking ball, and it seems like he's getting himself a little under control now in terms of, especially when the puck is on his blade. You know, yeah, he's, he's making he's making smarter plays and doing smarter things with the puck. I mean, almost game by game, he seems to be improving. Well, yeah, from from the beginning of the season, he was he was, he was like a poor man's Andrew Shaw. He was doing dumb shit and taking yeah. dumb penalties and out of control. And he'd make a couple of nice plays a game, but he'd make a couple of bad plays a game. Now he's making yep. less bad plays, more good yep. plays. He's kind of worked some of the kinks out. And I think he feels, it looks to me like he feels more comfortable on this team. And it's nice to see that Quenville isn't, you know, moving him up and down the lineup and being, you know, playing that stupid game. But he's kind of letting that line be. And Schmaltz, God, his, uh, you know, Schmaltz and Panic and Hartman and now Taves uh, coming back around are, are the reason that they were 9-1-1 yeah. or whatever they were in the, in the month of February. And now they started off March beating you know one of the best teams in the east pretty handily tonight so <clears throat> things are looking up i mean i think things are starting to click a little bit which is nice to see let me ask you guys the the, the other thing too because maybe it's my wishful thinking since we're talking about our our pets but um <laughs> has kemney made any bad plays in the last three games or so um well uh Norton. Just when he touches the puck. <laughs> yeah. Norton pointed out tonight that uh, on the uh, Penn's goal, the guy did get kind of behind him, but he did. You're right. You're but, right. But um, on the same thing, it was all it was Roosevelt's fault 
because he turned it over as he was leaving the yeah, defensive right. zone. Oh no! Don't talk. Don't talk ill about Roosevelt. We have losers. We have losers. <laughs> uh, just for the record, too, if Roosevelt wasn't signed to an extension, I got confirmation from Uncle Roosevelt that he would change his name to Uncle TVR for next year. Oh God! Very fake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, TVR could be the heir to the title of the three-wheel jewel shopping cart. <laughs> Does anybody in this room really believe that? <laughs> Wait, is that not actually Michael Roosevelt's uncle? Oh, uh, yeah, Uncle Roosevelt. <clears throat> God. I can't believe that, that, that they're going to they're gonna drag him around for another year. That's going to be interesting. Literally, him, him, and uh, <laughs> yeah, him and Tutu. I can't. I guess we could talk about that. That uh, since since we kind of brought it up, um, the Blackhawks announced this week that they had signed Roosevelt and Tutu to one year extensions, so that they are now com- compliant for the um, expansion draft by having these players that have played a certain amount of games that play in the NHL um, that will be left unprotected. Not that anyone's going to pick them. Because they're not. No one expects them to be picked. But, um, yeah. It's... That was the other thing I heard tonight on the radio. They were talking about the fact that there's that that uh, Vegas may have difficulty being floor compliant, which is really interesting. Well, uh, you, got to, you always got to think that there's probably a contract out there that Phoenix is uh, willing to get rid of. Well, but but maybe but maybe teams maybe some teams are going to leave big salaries unprotected, uh, hoping that Vegas will pick them up, and you know, oh, so Vegas can become fourth player. Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure there's going to be some of that. Maybe uh, the Knights can pick up Datsuk and Pronger from the Yotes. <laughs> Don't forget Bolin too. But but I mean but it. But why would I mean let's let's set Arizona aside because that's just like complete insanity, right? Yeah. But if I mean let's let's say a few teams leave some decent players with big salaries unprotected. I mean, in some ways, if 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 McPhee's trying to become floor compliant, those are the players that make sense for him to take. You talking like a David Clarkson in Columbus? <laughs> that's that's almost Boland esque. It's a complete um, but, but, but I'm just saying, I mean, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, first of all, Phoenix took on way too many salaries for that 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 whole charade they pulled. Yeah. And I and, and then and then it ended up costing them in the end because now the because of all those salaries they weren't going to be able to probably resign some of these guys that they ended up trading away if they wanted to resign them. <clears throat> So, I, I, you know, I don't know. Whatever. Your organization's terrible. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but back to the Blackhawks. Yeah, they, um, I guess now, I don't know. I counted, I counted that they would, or I was counting on them protecting Hartman. But some for some reason, people thought that there was a, a some kind of chance that they weren't going to protect Hartman. They have to protect Hartman. They're going to protect Hartman. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know where, like, all along I thought that, you know, they're going to protect Hartman, and, and, and I saw a lot going around on the internet, on the interwebs, saying that they were not going to protect Hartman, and uh, I, I just don't think, that there's no way possible that they could do that. That's just well, further proof of how much stupid shit 
shit is going around on the internet no, right yeah, now. Well, yeah, yeah. But, but he's but, only ours for one more year, like before he becomes an RFA. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, honestly, when he becomes an RFA, they still have rights over him. Even if he gets an offer yeah, sheet, I mean, they they can match it. So they still have him under control. Yeah, to, but if he keeps playing like he does, yeah, you know, mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, if he if he keeps keeps playing like he does, plays there's a very time. very real chance you're going to see a situation like Saad or the one that they avoided with Panarin. That's possible. I mean, because the Hawks are going to be up against it for the next two or three years. Well, there's no way around it. Well, the thing about that too is that uh, Panarin's going to be up again. Yeah, around the same time. So, you yep. you you got Panarin and Hartman coming up around the same time, and uh, I don't know. You got to think by then they're gonna they're gonna shed some kind of salary, some kind of big salary, one way or another. Yeah, yeah that's I why think I think they're, they're gonna, gonna address that this summer. Yeah, I don't think I they're really gonna go do. two more years. I mean, I don't think they really even can go two more years, especially if the cap stays flat as flat as that they're saying it's going to. It's not. It's not going down. I, I'm sorry. I failed to. I no. fail to believe that it's ever going down, but it could no. stay very, very flat. Yep. Anyone who says it's going down is just <laughs> lying to themselves. So they well, lie. Let's forget for listen to Brian Hedger. <laughs> very Brian. fake. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't listen to Brian Hedger anymore. Uh, <laughs> nor nor do I listen to Flab Tamford. <laughs> <laughs> I watched him melt down, and I'll tell you, it was one of the saddest things I've ever seen. Is that the one you were saving? <laughs> no, no, I got, I got all kinds of them, but yeah, that that just uh, happens to fit. Yeah, uh, oh, your favorite, yeah. Mister Flab Tamford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the meatball journalist, though. the meatball king. He's a stellar journalist. We're all hacks in, in Flab's world. I never attacked him on his look, and believe me, there's plenty of subject matter right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I can't say that I've I've read a single thing by 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 said individual in in uh, a long long time, probably or maybe ever. So, yeah. Uh, get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! It's especially difficult when you can't read. Oh, hey now, come on now. Oh, smart mouth me, you wormy little shit. <laughs> That's not very nice, Mr. Norton. So, so Who said I had to be nice? So back to this regularly scheduled show. They should get together, form a show, and they'll have the lowest rated show of all time. What a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, the Trump soundboard is on fire. <laughs> hey, I spent a lot of time pulling apart Trump speeches, so yeah, it uh this and I got one especially for Pat. These are animals. <laughs> and he just choked on his uh his chicken that he's eating right there. So these are animals. <laughs> and uh yeah. <laughs> So, there you go, Pat. <laughs> and because you're eating right now... I have never seen a human being eat in such a disgusting fashion. <laughs> He's stuffing pancakes in his mouth Jesus. like this. 
All right, back on track. <laughs> Reel it back in. Yeah, so clearly, since I've been shut up, I've shut up so far. It's not me that takes this train off the tracks, Mister Conductor. <clears throat> she said he's a pussy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's oh, what I God. do. I fix things. We're going to straighten it out. <sighs> so, um, <laughs> what else happened during this trade deadline for the Blackhawks? Uh, the other day, uh, Helgeson. <laughs> yeah, Helgeson. We have Helgeson. Yeah, that sounds like a an old Russian woman, Helga. Uh, first of all, the Blackhawks acquired Thomas Yurko from the Red Wings for a 2017 third round draft pick, which some people were up in arms about that third round draft pick that there were the Blackhawks are going to be missing out on. Could have been a game breaker. Yeah. Uh, so quiet, quiet, quiet. Uh. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> Yurko was not fitting in, De- in in Detroit. They didn't. Uh, they weren't using him. He had been hurt a lot of the year. He kind of wore out his welcome. He's an RFA after the year. Uh, Black. I mean, the, you you send a draft pick to Detroit. Big deal. So what? It's not a first. It's not a second. Third round draft picks, especially a late third round draft pick, it's going to be a, a, you know a crapshoot on that. Why? But, you know, who really cares? The one I was big, uh, you know, uh, kind of parlaying off of this, um, the one I was surprised to see today uh, that went for a extremely low uh, price was Drew Stra- Stafford. Drew Stafford, yeah. He went for a conditional sixth-round draft pick yeah. today, and that's it, which is crazy. Because You know what's funny? It, there was, I thought it was, was low. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of deals, especially today, that were just like bargain basement cheap. Yeah. On the one hand. But then the other hand, apparently the bidding on, on Duchesne just got crazy high. You know, and I mean, Duchesne's a really good player, and a lot of the other players we're talking about are not that good. But, I mean, it was just, it was almost like there was two markets. There was this crazy high market for, you know, the, the higher end players, and then just like, just dirt cheap on everybody else, which it was. It was kind of funny. I've never seen it like that before. Yeah. And and basically all the cheap guys went and the expensive guys all stayed. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, uh, on top of the, the Yurko deal, which, you know, he's, he's now played two games with the Blackhawks and he hasn't really shown a whole lot of anything. But I kind of tongue-in-cheek said he's, on, he's qu- quickly on his way to the healthy scratch uh, shuffle. Yeah. Because... Yeah. If you don't, you know, with Joel Quenville, if he throws you in the lineup and you don't do something in the first, like, three games, he's automatically, you're automatically on the shit list, which I don't think is fair to anyone, but uh, that's just kind of the way it is in Chicago, so. Your organization's terrible. Let's go. <laughs> that's not true, but that's just how Joel Quenville treats new players if you don't uh, if you don't produce right away. But uh, on top of Yurko being... Uh, Acquired the Blackhawks also acquired Johnny Oduya last night, late last night, in exchange for Mark McNeil and a 2018 conditional draft pick. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Since when is seven o'clock a late night deal? It is. <laughs> hey, most businesses are closed around seven o'clock at night, so there you go. But uh, yeah, Johnny Oduya is back, so. which is great. Go ahead. What do you say? Hello. Sorry, I hit the damn mute button again. All right, what were you saying? 
I don't know. That's not important. <laughs> <laughs> it never is. Cruz, you should be ashamed to be of him. Don't be rude. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out. Out, out, out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's good it's to see president. <laughs> it's good to see Oduya back. I mean, if if the Blackhawks had it their way, they would have have never let probably let him go. They liked him with Jomerson all along, but he they thought he was kind of going to be kind of out of their price range when he became a free agent. As it turned out, um, you know, he wasn't that far out, but at that point in time, they'd already moved on from him. So. Yeah, remember that summer? He he just stayed on the market forever. Yeah. And then what I heard was they were trying to work something out with him, and he was he was trying to kind of meet them in the middle, but they just didn't, didn't have the dollars in the end. Yeah, I don't you know. Uh, they, I, I remember they signed someone, but I, I don't even remember. It was a couple of years ago, but they had clearly moved on. I know they did want to bring him back, but they clearly moved on. But They got Daly. They traded. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, they got Daly. That's right. Yeah, yeah they got Daly, who was a lot of money. And because yeah. of Daly, they couldn't bring back Oduya, and that was a whole mess, and that turned into Scuderi. And which because turned of Daly, into... then there's Scuderi, and because of Scuderi, we have a million and a half, or a million and whatever. Well, yeah, Scuderi turned into Airhoff, which turned into a million and a half dollars still on our cap right now for Scuderi, who's an LA's minor league team or whatever. Speaking of Christian Airhoff, my NHL 13 team is really killing it right now. <laughs> Is a complete and total disaster. <laughs> Anyone else forget that Airhoff was on the Hawks last year? <laughs> uh, I didn't because I loved Christian Airhoff a few years ago. You would. It was, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was so tragic to see him so awful. We have hmm. losers. Good we have losers. Yeah, I'm, I'm riveted. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Um, dude, well, in my NHL 17, I traded Thomas Yurko I traded Thomas Yurko for David Runblad. So he's Where's a liar. A, I never a met value, a liar like him. I met a lot tougher people than him, but I never met a guy that lied as much. Yeah. What was that, John? <laughs> There's a value for value deal. Yeah. No kidding. For some reason in NHL 17, Sean Lalonde and David Runblad are still on the Blackhawks. I don't know why, but Sean Alon's been gone for three years, but we, uh, I'm not going to go back on that again. Where's uh, Where's Derek to talk about his Pizza Hut team? You guys are on this subject. <laughs> he had to sell his console because he doesn't have a job anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag blame Trump. That's what I do. I fix things. We're going to straighten it out. I like Norton with the sound effects of the dice, like he's at one of Trump's casinos, too. <laughs> These are animals. Wiener. God, you gotta gotta get the Tortorella clip now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working hard with this thing. I'm working hard with it. Um, On a side note. Working at home is a real bitch. (laughs) Hey, I don't work from home every day. Uh, On a side note, I did go uh, visit some of my old teammates at a hockey tournament a lot. Uh, Not last weekend, but the weekend before. And uh, like five of them come up to me and they're like, oh, we listen all the time. We love your soundboard. And I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. But uh, so thanks to those guys for listening. Thanks for uh, reading our stuff. Thanks and listening. for listening. You're yes. weird. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, 
the other deal the Blackhawks pulled off was um, today, which was a really weird deal. And I don't understand what it does for anyone other than getting getting these two players the hell out of the <laughs> Chicago organization. But um, the Blackhawks traded uh, minor leaguers Spencer Abbott and Sam Carrick, who are respectively the one and two leading scorers in Rockford, to Anaheim for Kenton Helgeson and a seventh-round draft pick, which is basically nothing. Seventh-round draft picks rarely ever turn into anything. Yeah, occasionally they turn into Henrik Zetterberg or Pavel Dotson. Which so. will never happen again. But Okay, okay, relax. That's not, <laughs> that's not I can't wait till that third-round pick that the Hawks traded to the Red Wings does. Yeah, it turns into David Runblad. <laughs> Woo! Uh, so... I don't know why that this. I don't know why this. Unless Anaheim really wanted these two players, and basically Bowman just said, "Whatever, you can have them for anything you want to give us." Just you know, send me a box of tape. Yeah, I mean, both of these guys are going to be free agents at the end of the year. I get that. That's fine. That's all good and well. But so is Kenton Helgeson. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the year too. He's coming off his ELC. So basically, they're going to be left with a seventh round draft pick. Which I went and lo- I looked up Helgeson on Hockey DB. Just yeah, to I see did too. If there was something remarkable about this guy, there's nothing. No, he's a nothing. He's, he's, he's he had 20 goals in like the WHL or something. Yeah, and he's playing in the ECHL now. He isn't even in the AHL. He was playing with uh, the Utah team. Utah Grizzlies, is it? Whatever. I don't know. Yes. yes. Can't wait to trade him for Jeremy Morin. <laughs> <laughs> we have losers. We have losers. Yeah, nice callback to that, who was traded again this week. <clears throat> to was the Coyotes. Really? The Coyotes actually wanted Jeremy Morin. <laughs> if you can believe First that. First line winger. Yeah. It's because he carries a huge cap hit. Yeah. <laughs> this is fake news put out by the media. Uh... So I don't. Uh, I kind of went on a, in a little bit of a rant a little earlier about this, I, like because we're you know we we definitely know some big Ice Hogs fans, season ticket holders and stuff. I I said you know, Mark McNeil was the third leading scorer on the on the Ice Hogs. Everyone knew he had to go. Well, it wasn't a huge surprise. It was disappointing to some people who you know were fans of his and that whatever. But we've known for a while that he's going. I mean. I brought it up when we went out there. You could tell on his face that he, he was done with his organization. And I'm sure well before that, the organization was done with him. So seeing him yeah. go is not a big surprise. He was the third leading scorer. You could use that as, as, as a, you know, as something to pump him up to, to get something for him. And they got Johnny Oduya for him. Good. You know, <clears throat> but, but Spencer Abbott and Sam Carrick were the one and two leading scorers. There's no reason you had to get rid of them. You could have kept him around for, you know, the end of the season. Now the top three scores are gone in Rockford. What does, what do the, any of those fans have a reason to go to that arena for? They have nothing to go to that arena for. Um, I mean, is, is it possible that, because I've hear, heard these horror stories about the dressing room in Rockford, um, you know, I mean, is it possible that this is just a house cleaning? They want to get all these veterans out of there that are just, you know, maybe they're all the guys with the bad attitudes. I know, I, I, well, I don't know this, I wasn't there, but I've heard that McNeil in particular had a bad attitude. Well, I heard, yeah, we've, we've, all, we've 
between you and I, we've heard several stories. We've heard, you know, issues yeah. with, you know, fan favorite PC LeBray. Uh, we've had, we've heard issues with McNeil. We've heard uh, Schmaltz when he was down there wasn't exactly, you know, Mr. Locker Room uh, friendly. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't, I haven't heard anything about Spencer Abbott or Sam Carrick to, to think sure anything otherwise. And they're going to be gone after the year anyway. I mean, I've tried to like think of every scenario that it could be like, um, you know, <clears throat> anything that, you know, that, that there would be a reason for them to get rid of them with basically a month left in that season. I don't know why, unless, you know, a seventh round draft pick was that important to San Bowen, which I can't see that either. So, so there Maybe has to be more to the story day at the Hawks and, Bowman's kid was was allowed to make a trade or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. know. I mean, there has to be more to the story. Otherwise, there's no reason to make this deal. Um, it, it, like I even looked, I even looked as as deep as thinking. Now, I was going to talk about this a little later, but now there's more talk about you know possibly that Shalunov, Max Shalunov coming over for the playoffs. Whether it happens or not, I don't know. But he's not signed to a contract. So I thought maybe the Blackhawks were at the limit of contracts, of 50 contracts. They're at 44. They've got plenty yeah. of room. They could sign him to a contract or a tryout or whatever they're gonna, they have to do to get him to get him out there. So it's not even that. They don't even they didn't even have to clear out contracts in the organization. So I don't know why this had to happen. There apparently had to. I mean, to put the effort into this trade, there had to be a reason for it. What that reason is, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to know, but I don't know. So, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, this is, we're splitting hairs here and, you know, it's first world problems that we're complaining about, you know, two AHL guys being traded for an ECHL guy, but. But you you know, what's funny about it though. Remember the last minor league deal they did was Cameron Schilling for Michael Latta. Yeah. And what we heard and saw really in the aftermath of that one was, well, Latta might have something. I mean, Latta might be, and I heard that from somebody that 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 they they traded for Latta specifically because they're seeing him possibly being on the roster here before the end of the year, the NHL roster. So, I mean, again, I was kind of wondering is, is Helgeson, you know, one of one of these guys? But I I don't know. I just don't. I, I looking at his stats, there's just nothing there that says that. So well, no, know. and he hasn't even played in the AHL. He's been in the ECHL. Yeah. He hasn't even played AHL level. I mean, there's no way they're bringing him from the ECHL to the NHL. Yeah. And he may not even play in the AHL at this point in time. Now, you know, Beth Sweeney also brought up a good point, and I want to, you know, shout out to Beth Sweeney. We love you. Um, she, you know, the Blackhawks do have a, a tendency that at the end of the year, when the college season is over, they will assign people to a contract, uh, which basically burns a, a year off of the ELC, which drives me nuts. But they bring these guys in that play in Rockford at the end of the year. Tanner Carroll had, had done it. Um, uh, uh, what's his face? I forget. Tyler Mott did it. Um, Vinny Henestros has done it. Uh, Mike Paleota did it. We've had it happen several times. So we could see like a John Hayden or something like that, which is all good and well, but when is that going to happen? I mean, the, the call cow season has to end. What do you do with a team that is struggling so mightily? You trade the three people that can actually score goals on that team away. Uh, you know, I feel bad for, for Rockford fans, and maybe I wouldn't feel as bad if I didn't know a lot of them, 
But, you know, I kind of feel bad for them. You know, they, they're they going to be supporting this dog shit team. And uh, they've paid money to, for tickets and all this stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's kind of sad. Yeah, that sucks. And I do feel for them, you know. But Did you pull the Trump sad sound clip? <laughs> I'm sure uh, I got, I probably got it somewhere, but. <clears throat> but that know. just really goes with the territory of it being what it is. It's not like a junior league team like the WHL or something like that, or, you know, the Canadian hockey league. It's basically just a holding pen. Yeah. To send up and down scrubs and to ship them away and play the game of chess. And- well, that you're supposed to be developing people too. I mean, that's generally what it is. You're supposed to be developing, developing people going from amateur kind of amateur hockey to actual pro hockey that uh, the people who can't make the jump right to the NHL directly. Which, yeah, but we've done that and they're all now playing on the Blackhawks. So, well, some of them are. Yeah. But, um, for a while there, a lot of them weren't, they were basically like Billy Polka for, for example, where is she now? We have losers. We have losers. Now I did see, um, I did see that, uh, there was talk about something about for Billy Polka. I don't know who said that. I don't know, John, if you brought that up or, but um, I did. I did see people bring up that there was talk about Billy Polka, but apparently Bowman said that, uh, that there just wasn't good enough deal for them to let him go. Uh, yeah, I would have only traded Polka if I got Elena Della down in return. <laughs> <laughs> don't be rude. I don't think you heard me. I'm having should... a hard time tonight. <laughs> I didn't hear his name really in any in any stuff that I heard. I heard McNeil's name. I heard Andrew Desjardins' name. Oh um, God! And Kruger. I heard Kruger. <laughs> they were shopping him like crazy and couldn't get any takers because I think because of the rest. I would have packed Desjardins' bags for him. <laughs> yeah, he some something happened to him. His game just completely. Well, well, I mean, I, I almost wonder if he's hurt. Well, it's Old not even like, hands, it's not even like he's, uh, you know, he's not wasn't that talented of a guy in the first place. I mean, he was no, kind of he almost was kind of like playing on borrowed time. Like he 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 hit a warm spot for a while, but he wasn't that good a player anywhere anyway. Um, and now that you know, now there's younger guys, faster guys. You know, but he used to be a real low down low. I mean, he used to be a force along the wall. You know. And it just seems like he doesn't even—he doesn't have that anymore either. That's what makes me wonder if he got hurt. Maybe he's just getting old, like Taves, right? Yeah, that's possible. Woo! You like that? You like that? <laughs> Seen better hands on a clock than him. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, sure. and what's his contract worth? It's not a lot. And does it go past this year? I don't think so. I'd have to pull it up. But... So he wants to stay healthy. Maybe. Yeah. Help scratch. Yeah. Right. Well, it doesn't seem to be the case as of right now. Hey, 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 no one missed your little smart-ass Canadian attitude in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> if you can play every game of the season doing whatever it is he does, then you can probably guarantee himself another it's million like, bucks next year. It's like George shit? Costanza on the summer of George. He's doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> simple joke dead from a simple man. <laughs> Well, if Kruger can make $3 million a year doing nothing, why can't he make oh, $300,000? Right, right, right. <laughs> Relax. Now the real game comes out. If this is a lot to go on, this is not a society. This is anarchy! 
Oh, like, what Seinfeld? No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Look away. I'm, I'm hideous. <laughs> yes. That I, you know, I had to do it for you. So and, and and you know what? Because I've heard you say this before, I pulled this exactly for you. Why does Radio Shack ask for your phone number when you buy batteries? <laughs> that might be my favorite line. From I've never heard I, Pat say that before. Oh, I heard I heard him say it before. <laughs> yeah. Put Taser on. I, I wanted to talk to Taser. And, and this fits, with and this fits, this fits you too, Pat. You know, my face is my livelihood. Well, I, everything I have, I owe to this face. It's my allure, my my twinkle. <laughs> Shockingly, the ladies don't go for people who have teeth glued in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dickweed. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Back to what we're saying about Desjardins. Uh, Let's look up Desjardins' contract here. Um, uh, let's see, Desjardins. Yeah, he's he's a full UFA at the end okay. of the year. So, thank God. You got Yurko, Panique, uh, Carol, and Rasmussen as um, as RFAs, along with Kepney. Don't you say a word, Patrick. <laughs> Which one? I I already got him a yacht service flight and a one way ticket back over to Russia. <laughs> Do you have any That's idea how disrespectful that is? On the Euroslavl team plane, I got him a seat next to Ruslan Soleil. Oh. <laughs> wow! Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, and he's actually, fly, there's a, he's flying with Dorothy right now, ain't he? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you two donkey dicks couldn't get laid in a morgue. Um, as far as like cleaning house, um, you brought that up <laughs> earlier. Uh, next or uh, this summer, uh, Polk is an RFA. Uh, let's see, Lundberg. Bye. Yeah, Lundberg is a UFA. Of uh, Nolan Velo is. Uh, uh, UFA? No, he's RFA. Uh, Gustafson, RFA. Helgeson, RFA. Lada, RFA. Caruth, Lebray, Machinter, and Johansson are all UFAs. So that's a lot. That's some house cleaning there, for sure. So. Is Clorox the sponsor of the Ice House? <laughs> Garbage day. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's... Uh... You know, I... I I, I mean, we brought up Should before, they're, keep, they're probably going to clean house. Center. They got a lot of young guys coming up. They got, say, um, already under contract. You got Graham Knott. Um, you've got Fortin. Uh, you'll have Forsling back. Yeah, Debrinkat, probably. Yep. Uh, for some reason, Bond's still around. Uh, Luke Johnson's still going to be down there. Mm-hmm. Hannah Stroza is going to be back and forth. You could have Bondra. Oh, yeah, Bondra, you could see Hayden. You could see some of those college players. So yeah. Wait, they're bringing back Peter Bondra? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think he's still trying to clear the cobwebs after Brad Stewart hit him. <laughs> you guys remember that? That was an amazing hit. I mean, that was like... 
devastating. Not God, good. <laughs> Fifteen years ago, I'd well, say is that's what now, his career. Ended. Yeah, now Norton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, I totally checked out after he said some name that I had never heard of. <laughs> what were you like two when he was on the Hawks? <clears throat> I, uh, something like that. Okay. Uh, I don't know what I said. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I was at least I was at least ten years away from ever watching a hockey game. This is this is sad. <laughs> this is sad. So, um, but you do you do have some guys. You got Robin Norell. You've got some defensemen coming up. You've uh, Dahlstrom. You've got press. Yeah, press. Um, uh, I've heard what is it? Lucas Carlson is his name. I think uh, he may get signed. Uh. There's a couple uh, college guys that may get signed, so uh, I think the youth movement will be good. But parlaying a little bit off of this again, Beth Sweeney asked me to talk about Ted Dent. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm going to check out for a few minutes then. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, this is going to be entertaining. Yeah. Uh, what, do we, what do we think about Ted Dent? What do you guys think about Ted Dent? I know what I couldn't think pick him out of the lineup. <laughs> I think he's terrible. True. <laughs> um, I think he has a lack of discipline for the team because how often did you see them in bench clearing brawls? Yes, I. I there was a little truth to some of them. I'll be honest. Uh, I just don't think he had a full or has a full grasp on the team. No, I don't, and I've heard that. Uh, People, you know, there have been uh, loud discussions in the locker room with Mr. Dent. I don't... Again, like our Brandon Bowley thing, I think, you know, he could be a nice guy. Doesn't make him a good hockey coach, though. So. <laughs> Looks like a nice little guy, actually. <laughs> uh, I don't that know. That was Trump complimenting Shy BDM, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, what the hell is going on? gonna love that one <laughs> yeah so we're, we're a little trump heavy here so <laughs> we're all a little chubby but rosie's just worse than most of us <laughs> but uh anyway back to back to mr Man, dent i don't i think Oprah versus I, trump presidency God. <laughs> i think uh i think uh mr dent has worn out his welcome i think there uh there needs to be a change down there um they uh, there needs to be like a culture change, a reset. Like he's been around too long. He had the one good year where they flamed out in the playoffs, but other than that, he's you know they've they haven't been all that good. Um, the only thing that may save him is that um, you know Hartman and you know the guy the rookies this year have played pretty well. And so they may look at that. They may look at that and say that you know he has developed these players, like you know Hinnestroza, uh, <clears throat> Caro, uh, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, you got a point there. I mean, a lot of these guys came up this year and they were they were pretty much ready. I mean, yeah, I'm not uh, saying I agree with it. I'm just saying that that may be the only thing that that you know Bowman says. Oh well, look, you know. He's developed all these young players that are now playing in the NHL. 
I don't agree. I, I think <sighs> at some point you got to you got to do a reset. Some point. Oh, yeah, I'm not arguing for Dent yeah. either. I'm just saying yeah. that just because I, I quite honestly I don't have a, a strong opinion one way or the other. I just don't think much about Ted Dent, um, quite honestly. But um, you know, the, the, you there is you, you have a point there. I mean, they they could look at it that way and say he's actually done a really good job developing players who have who actually have something to develop because yeah. what he's had down there this year, there's nothing there. I mean, there's there's like nothing. No, you know, so. No. No, so um, that's. I mean, you can't. We can't really say much more than that about that. Uh, I just, you know, I hope that things get a little better down there for the fans, uh, because there are do some. The fans, very, do the fans want a fucking hostile road trip? I think they do. <laughs> I think they do. We have people that are stupid. <laughs> if they want us to come out there, but <laughs> apparently they do. So uh, maybe we will if it, towards the end of the season when Mr. Uh, Take one out to Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> why would we want to go out there? <laughs> they have a hockey team, I think. I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's club. It's not division. But... Not! And, and, and I just want to remind everybody that Mr. Norton is writing the recap for this game while we're recording this right now. So he's and, multitasking. And the, and the governor already posted his favorite part. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Did I miss it? Yeah. Here, I'll... <laughs> uh, <look. laughs> oh, no. Nice. Hold All right, on, anyway. Mom's calling me. <laughs> Go home, he's not go home to mommy. Go home to mommy. Go home to mommy. Tell her to tuck you in bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, getting back on the track here. Um, one person who was not traded this trade deadline was Patrick Sharp. Uh, it, it came out after the deadline. The Jim Mills said basically Patrick Sharp uh, is going to be set down for the rest of the year and he will need season ending surgery on his hip. I didn't know he had a hip problem. I thought it was maybe a head thing with his concussions, but. Uh, it's Cheryl Scott's recent victory. Yeah, come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wiener. Does anybody in this room really believe that? But uh, so that's why Sharp wasn't was traded. Disappointed tonight. I, I'm, I'm glad that he was not traded to the Blackhawks because it would have just been a mess. So. But uh, I guess he, uh, from what Nils said, he did make it, uh, you know, he, he did make it uh, obvious to all the people or anyone that inquired that Sharp did have an injury. So, or that he, I guess they had access to speak with the doctor, the team doctor or something about it. So, um, I don't know. They, did they say if, uh, the extent of it? No, they did what not. They just said he had, he had to have hip surgery or season ending surgery. And then I heard that it was a hip thing, so. Let's hope his career ends up better than Mike Comrie's. We have losers. We have losers. What? Mike Comrie was railing Hillary Duff and had a hip injury and his career was over. It's not like anything else happened. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, let's see. We talked about Roosevelt and... <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Roosevelt and Tutu. Run away from something. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, get out of here. <laughs> get out of like here. Bill get out of here. Or a tw- twister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've silenced them. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, oh, God. No. I know. I, 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 I kind of feel like I have to rein <laughs> things in a little bit after Norton got out of control with the uh, Kleenex last last time around. I listened back, and I think that joke this got is a little a family show. It got a little old a little fast, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, but airplane jokes are fresh every week. <laughs> well, you know. It's a complete and total disaster. Uh... We talked about Roosevelt and Tutu. Uh, I kind of mentioned about Shalunov a little bit. I don't know, John, what your thoughts are on the Shalunov thing. Uh, you, you know, it's funny. Um, I, I know a guy up in Rockford who, you know, gives me some feedback on players. And, you know, when Shalunov was there before, he wasn't really impressed with him. But apparently he's gone over to Russia and improved his, his game. Maybe he's grown up a little bit emotionally, physically, etc. I just... I'm not really uh, all that sure that a, that a guy coming out of Russia with one good year in Russia is going to come over this year and automatically make that adjustment to the smaller ice sheet and, and be a contributor. You know, next year they bring him in. Maybe they start him at Rockford and, and you know, sort of bring him along the same track that uh, the, the kids played on this year. Could well be. I mean, he's got some he's, – he's big. He could skate. He's got, apparently he's got a really good shot. But I just I don't think it's I think it's a pipe dream this year. It's like again one of those things that kind of gains traction on the interwebs because people just don't you know have enough to do at work in the afternoon. Well, I, just, I yeah I honestly don't think that most of the people who are uh, who even are asking or talking about him realize that he was here three years ago. Yeah, yeah I know. He's twenty one. He was in Rockford. He yep. sucked so bad in Rockford. He had no goals. In 20 games, they sent him down to the ECHL, where he did okay. But that's the ECHL. I mean, you don't see many people go from the ECHL to the NHL. It doesn't happen a lot. Usually when you're in the ECHL, you get shoveled between the ECHL, AHL, and back and forth. Um, The Toledo Walleye. Yeah, he was with the Toledo Walleye when they were were the the Hawks affiliate. Not the Indy uh, whatever. Right, Pat? Um, can I phone a friend of that? True. <laughs> Very <laughs> fake. <laughs> Man, that's just ice cold. This is fake news put out by the media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember hearing his name and I remember seeing him in camp and he didn't really impress me that all it, it, that much. I mean, he was 21 at the time. He's 24 now. Um, you know, he may have done whatever, but I mean, he's not going to come over here and be Panarin. He won't be. I mean, no, Panarin was good at like 19. He just stayed over in in Russia. Um, he may be a decent player. What's that? We talking like another Igor Makarov situation? No, God. (laughs) (laughs) The wall just got 10 feet higher. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Or a Yakupov. Was it Mikhail yeah. Yakupov? Yeah. Pavel Vorobiev, who really bore an uncanny resemblance to prehistoric SpongeBob. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With that unibrow? It, I'm so glad you brought that name up, name up because there's rumors that Count Yokula might actually listen to this tomorrow. 
and he's gonna love that. He's heard Pavel Vorobiev's name. Oh God! He's a huge Vorobiev fan for some reason. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm serious. Put a picture of him next to a picture of prehistoric SpongeBob, and tell me they're not separated at birth. Look away! It has to go. It has to go to the recap description. Look away! I'm. I'm hideous. <laughs> well, the funny part is Vorobiev and uh, Yakupov were in the same draft, uh, both in the yeah. first round. And my brother plays men's league hockey with Yakupov, <laughs> former Blackhawk. He still lives in Chicago. He went to Russia, played in the KHL, and now he's back in the Chicagoland area playing men's league hockey with my brother. No kidding. Actually, oh he's my, he's my brother's <laughs> defensive partner. <laughs> yeah, they play on the same line together. That's crazy. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, oh my God, John's a hundred percent correct. <laughs> <laughs> For once, uh, oh so uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah I, put that in the I mean, if if they bring him over here, I I I clearly see this turning into a. Just like uh, Thomas Yurko turning into a Joel Quenville healthy scratch shuffle with Yak- with Shalunov. Um, I can't see Shalunov, you know, leaving KHL, coming over here, and starting in the playoffs for the Blackhawks. I just can't see it happening. So I'll give you, that's not going to happen. That's yeah. just that's a joke. I mean, that's not happening. Yeah. But I'll give you the other side of it now. So when he was drafted, the year he was drafted, a buddy of mine does – um, capsules. He does draft capsules, and he's he's his batting average on some of these scouting reports and some of these kids is pretty good. And he was pretty big on Shalunov in his draft year. The Hawks got him in the fifth round, and he was pretty big on him. You know, in terms of his just physical ability. So you never know. I mean, from from when he was over here three years ago and he sucked. Who knows? He's a Russian kid in in North America for the first time. You know, God knows what happened. Goes back over there. So it's quite possible. Because apparently he had some physical ability in his draft year. They sent him back over there. He's grown up a little bit. The lights come on. But the bottom line is he's not coming over here this year on this team and, and turning things around. That's just not That's crazy. No, no, not at all. It's not happening. Um, you know, maybe on another team, but, but not a team coached by Joe Quenville. It's not going to no. happen. It's very rare that that will ever happen especially a rookie who's never played for Joel Quenville. I mean, he, he was probably in, he was in camp, but that's not really playing for Joel Quenville. That's just, you know, playing for the uh, – that's basically play, playing for the uh, assistant coaches. So yeah. <clears throat> don't get your hopes up for Max Shalunov coming over here and doing anything. Well, and look at Kempney. He's 26, and he was a stud in the KHL last year. And he's, you know, oh he's, he's, um, <laughs> I think they're different, differing opinions, <laughs> but, but bottom line, you know, I mean, cause Q's playing them. You can't argue, you can't dispute that Q is playing them. So, and, and, uh, I think even, even those of us who, who like Kempney, and I think there's a couple of right here. Yes. Right here. <laughs> yeah. And myself guilty. Um, but I think we'll, we'll gladly admit that, you know, he, he does have, you know, one or two bonehead plays a game that uh, he needs to sort of work out of the repertoire. But uh, I just don't, I, I, again, it just, there's, it's not happening. So we've beat that, that to death. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I've heard, I've heard rumors too that uh, Cam Barker's pretty good over in the KHL. Maybe we should bring him back too. Sit down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. NHL or uh, KHL leading is that was that uh, someone downing some tums? That's the <laughs> the big gulp with a lot of ice sound effect. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, leading KHL lead a defensive leading scorer, Cam Barker. That is really so, yeah, yeah. He was uh, leading the oh. yeah. He was like the best defenseman in the KHL. Uh, which you know is, who else is pretty good in the KHL? Yes. Artemi Panarin. He's a he liar. Was. I never met a liar like him. I met a lot tougher people than him, but I never met a guy that lied as much. <laughs> so imagine Cam Barker. Second coming of Cam. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it's like winning the gold medal at the Special Olympics. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love the poorly educated. Uh, and you wonder why you're getting a wall too. <laughs> oh the yeah, wall just got ten feet higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, snow Mexicans. Trump loves the retards. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, first of all, this guy's a choke artist, and, and this guy's a liar. Office, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is going off the tracks real quick. Yeah, really Don't you is. have the sound clip there? I uh, love the poorly educated. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. I love the poorly educated. <laughs> I, I could have sworn he added an S on the end of that, but maybe he didn't. <laughs> educated. Uh, and I never expect to hear that from you again. <laughs> yes. Excellent. <laughs> but anyway. These are animals. For most offensive thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to let you know, Patrick, I have White Castle sitting here in front of me. I think it's my lovely fiance. <laughs> you know, fuck White Castle. <laughs> Please spot hashtag. Please sponsor us. No, I, I'll leave and I'll go. Start, I'll go start <laughs> the ice cold podcast back up. Does anybody in this room really believe that? <laughs> no. <laughs> and the Actually, hatred and venom it coming much from effort to be that bad. <laughs> and the hatred and venom coming from his mouth. Oh God. <laughs> I never attacked him on his look, and believe me, there's plenty of subject matter right there. <laughs> we're going to make this three hours, and there were no trades to discuss. And we are going to. We will make America great again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, if you don't find that funny, you have no sense of humor. Come on. <laughs> like Derek. <laughs> you're going to find these sound clips hilarious. Come on. Uh, it's good stuff. And just remember, when you hear these two, he's our president. <laughs> Do you have any idea how disrespectful that is? <clears throat> All right. You're going to have to remind me what to put in, in, the, uh, in the description of this thing. Don't forget, Pat. Message me I will, that. I will write it with you. So. Yes, message me, message me this stuff. So, anyway. This is riveting to the listeners. But anyway, back to uh, the, the trade deadline stuff. Um, 
I think I'm gonna rumble. I'm just gonna rumble over the league-wide trades. If anyone wants to wants to say anything, I'm just gonna go really quickly. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time on all of these. Basically, they started with uh, Michael Stone going to Calgary for a couple of draft picks. Um, he's from uh, Arizona. Ron Hainsey went to Pittsburgh for and properly destroyed Dennis Rasmussen. <laughs> yes, 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 he did. Dennis Rasmussen ended up in the bench tonight. Um. Thomas Yurko, we talked about Patrick Eves went to Anaheim for a, a second round draft pick. Uh, ben Bishop went to LA, which is kind of a head scratcher. I don't know why, why they needed, uh, you know, Peter Budai was a perfectly adequate backup goaltender there. I don't is know why. That, I'm not sure if you saw you to him. I guess. What was that? <clears throat> Norton? I'm not sure if you saw tonight's uh, Tampa Bay Lightning game. They won in overtime against some Carolina. Team. Carolina, Carolina, yeah. And uh, three goals on Vasilevsky, all redirects. Yep. Yeah. Two I, by his own team. I saw one of them, but I didn't see the rest of them. So, yeah, I don't know. That That's kind of a head stretcher. Like, Peter Budai bailed that team out and basically kept them in playoff contention. And they dump him for Ben Bishop, who's just going to be a backup anyway. Like, Unless, a unless six million dollar back. Yeah, and, and unless they're going to sit, you know, Mister Elite Goalie Jonathan Quick, uh, I I don't know what the fuck they're doing there. There's got to be something else coming. Got to be. That's that's like twelve million dollars in goalies, six six million of which is wearing a baseball cap every night. Well, it, it sounds a little bit like Dallas. Woo! So. <laughs> Hey, was there any truth to the possibility of a Crawford and Kruger deal to Dallas for Oduya, Sharp, and Niemi? Oh, God. What? what? Don't be rude. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out. Out, out, out. That's, uh, that's, just, that's just meatball of you. How very meatball of you. I've just been stirring the pot all week. Yeah, yeah I know you have. Fucker. Um, okay, so anyway, don't go through my timeline tonight, then. Yeah, back back to trades. Martin Hansel went to Martin Hansel and Ryan White went to uh, Minnesota for a bunch of draft picks. Um, I guess that's a good pickup. It's better than I, not picking know, someone up, I guess. You know, I, I th- actually, I think, I think Minnesota. I mean, I don't think a lot of Hawk fans want to want to admit this, but I think that was a pretty good move for Minnesota. I mean, they they got stronger down the middle. Um, I mean, it's there. You could debate, you know, how good Hansel is. Um, I'll be honest with you. People had the same debate about Anisimov before he came to Chicago. Um, and Vermette you know, probably. Yeah, Vermette was a little bit more of a known known quantity, and um, but but. You know, Hansel is big. He's he's great on faceoffs. He has some skill. He's been surrounded by horrible players, um, and you know, there's that. And then Ryan White is is a kind of is a useful lower line player. I mean, he's tough to play against. And uh, you know, Minnesota was already a pretty deep team, and they added a couple of nice pieces. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it, I I think the Hawks improved themselves too. Just you know, with a D, I, th- I think the jury's clearly out on our friend Yurko, but I think, I think, you know, bringing Oduya back in was, it was a big move, but don't kid yourself. I think, I think the wild improved, improved themselves with that deal. Oh yeah. It can't hurt. I mean, 
they give up a, a, a draft pick in next each of the next three years and a guy named Grayson Downing. So for the for those rentals, yeah. <clears throat> the only problem is is that you know Hansel's kind of slower, so I don't know that slow is going to necessarily help them that much, but the big body will help them. So. He's not Hanzu slow though, you know. Well, he's not. <laughs> who he's, is? <laughs> yeah, hey, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is true. TVR. True. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you know, but I, again, I think I think that you know, and they because it's always about matchups. I mean, but Boudreaux will find a way to screw that up. So I guess you know I should just shut up. As he did, yeah, as he always does. Right, right. He gets out so, coached. Can't by wait it. for that game seven loss against the Hawks in the <laughs> right. second round this year. Right. True. Um, who else do we got here? Uh, Brian Boyle. Went from uh, Tampa Bay to Toronto. I guess that's you know sort of notable. Jordy Ben, which is awkward, was traded from Dallas with his brother to Montreal. Um, I think it's a decent move for Montreal. He's he's a useful player. Yeah, he's a he's a decent guy back there. He can make some uh, night. He, he's got a he makes good passes and stuff. Yep. Uh, yep. May, may only be to his brother, but that uh, was what a six round pick for him. Actually, they uh they got Greg Pattern and a oh, Karen, that's right. fourth round pick. Yep. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Pattern's not a bad player either, actually. So that's that was actually a good deal for both teams, I think. Yeah. Um, this this one, which I was glad that that that, that this got taken care of because uh, I don't want the Blackhawks in on this guy. Was uh, Alex Burrows went to Ottawa for um, <laughs> prospect. Jonathan Dolan, who I from from what I heard today, uh, listening to the PDO cast, uh, that that Dolan's actually a pretty good prospect. So yep, yep, um, and that uh, Alex Burrows is a thirty-five plus player that, uh, you know, his best best days may be behind him. So <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, uh, Ottawa wanted him. Apparently, they wanted this, him pretty uh, bad. So. Ottawa's GM seems like kind of a knee-jerk kind of guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's almost he's almost making these moves to sort of gin up interest in the franchise and and you know doing something for the sake of doing something. A lot of these moves that he because he they made a couple of trades I think and and neither one of them really made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, like they traded for Victor Stolberg. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, well, some hands. <laughs> Your organization, terrible. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't Someone get that. Someone for Marlow to beat up. <laughs> Stahlberg trade's even more puzzling because they could have got Tavu if they really wanted. Well, yeah, I it, I didn't bring that up, but um, and you, I I did see someone say today that they were hearing that uh, Tavu was on the block. Hashtag failed prospect. Uh, I don't, which kind of surprised me. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah, if he if he gets tossed from another organization, you gotta you gotta think maybe. Uh, you know. Oh, well, like- think about it. When the Hawks dealt him, he was basically a throw-in for somebody to take Bickles' contract. That's how lowly the Hawks thought of him. You know, and you look at him on the ice, and and you know some of the things he could do as a player. You go, how is that possible? Well, I think there was probably. Um, some intangibles that were either there or not there 
that, uh, and I think Carolina is coming to the same conclusion. Wasn't it Mark Potash of like the Sun Times or whatever he writes for, who pointed out at the trade, <clears throat> or excuse me, at the All Star break, that work ethic. No, that Tevu had had a, like the same amount of points that Taze had in the past fifteen games, and they're like, oh, re- really, uh, really similar players now. Well, well that's yeah, why so football stupid. football writers shouldn't write hockey stories. That's just so stupid, <laughs> and I mean. I mean, that's just so ridiculous. And that's what it, exactly it was. He's one of those, him and Brad Biggs will occasionally throw out a hockey-related thing. It's like, shut up. Well, those guys are no Jesse Rogers or anything. Woo! Yeah. When Brad Biggs isn't stuffing his face at the all-you-can-eat buffet. <clears throat> oh, look, look who's talking, huh? <laughs> oh, he's three times the size of me. I have never seen a human being eat in such a disgusting fashion. I actually saw Brad Biggs at a Bears game earlier this year, and I thought that it was just Staley, the Bear. You literally cannot miss him. <laughs> so uh, so Biggs is actually a description, not his name, right? <laughs> Woo! Uh, yeah. It's a porn name. You like that? You like that? <laughs> anyway. Keep it classy, Norton. <laughs> Uh, Shattenkirk finally was traded from St. Louis with uh, goalie Phoenix Copley to Washington for some prospects and some picks. It's another case of a of a very talented team getting a lot deeper with a horrible coach. <laughs> Who? Uh, Washington. Yeah. Yeah. And I I kind of like uh, Trotz, but I, you don't know what he's you know I don't I don't know what he's, he's going to do in the playoffs, but. He's he's always great in the regular season, but it's the, the playoffs. He just he drives talented teams into into the mud. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Well, that you know, there's a reason that uh, the Predators never went anywhere. They did have some talent. Um, Rangers picked up Brendan Smith from Detroit. Uh, we talked about Stahlberg. Isn't that kind of weird, seeing Detroit be sellers? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking about that today. You know what? I honestly thought that they were going to try and hang on and uh, not show themselves as sellers just so they didn't disappoint the fans who were all going to be like, you gave up on the streak. But <laughs> they, you know, they did. They did. They did. At least they did what they had to do, which is get rid of them. They're a smart organization. They always have been. They're a smart organization. You know, they, they, they saw the writing on the wall, you know. Well, good. Because they might be a year too late on that, but yeah, at least they're finally catching up. Um, they got to figure out that goalie situation, though. Well, I, I think that's going to straighten itself out this summer, but yeah, one way or the other. Um, Vancouver, the sellers that they are, also traded Yannick Hansen. Um, <laughs> and then this, th- I think that's a strategic play because he's going to come with a case of the mumps and then affect <laughs> your team. <laughs> How do you like me now? How do you like me now? Uh, it's like germ warfare. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, he's just a guy. Same with uh, it. To, at this point, uh, I don't feel any different than I did about Burroughs with him. But um, this one move, I don't understand why anyone would 
want to acquire this player. He's shitty, and he has been for a couple of years now. Steve Ott. Montreal traded a six-round draft pick for Steve fucking Ott. You know, and I got to say this right now. A shout-out to Jim from Cheer the Anthem for correcting that Blues beat writer who said Ott was a great playoff performer and then subject, uh, decided to tweet Steve Ott's playoff stats to him. Yeah, did you see that? You no, know, did you see what his excuse was when he get, the guy came back? Well, no, it, it's more that. than that. It's in the room stuff, is what he said. Okay. Oh Christ! All right, Steve Ott is just a fucking turd, and now he's going to be on it with Brendan Gallagher and Andrew Shaw, and now Dwight oh, King, geez. and now Dwight King. They they got tonight too or today. What a bunch of what a collection of of turds. That they that they've amassed up there. I don't know what the fuck that is all about, but that is just. They're gonna polish them. You finally get you. They finally get themselves a decent coach, and then now they're gonna they're gonna fill the roster with a bunch of fucking turds. I don't I don't get that at all. Whatever. My, I hope you lose yeah, that, Montreal. That's prime for meltdown in the playoffs. You know, like somewhere along the lines, it's going to be well, like yard sale on the ice. And, you know, don't you have to get to the playoffs first, though? I yeah, watched right, him melt exactly. down, and I'll tell you, it was one of the saddest things I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, whatever. I, for, you know, we went from Montreal getting, you know, uh, Duchesne to, to Montreal getting Dwight King. So, there, there you go with that. Uh, Thomas Vanek went to Florida for uh, Dylan McElrath and a third-round pick. Jerome Ginlow went to the Kings. I don't know why they want to get older and slower, but they do. I, I, Lombardi's like losing his mind. Yeah, it's, I, it's, not, I don't know what's going on. not only did he trade for a, an overpriced backup goalie that may never play in the playoffs and do nothing hey. for him. They get Jerome McGinley, who's, you know, who is actually declining, unlike Jonathan Taves or Marion Hosa. I was just going to say, steadily declining Marion Hosa. Exactly. Uh, but they I, got him for nothing, so wouldn't you, I don't know, I don't think that down upon him. Yeah, but he's, he's taking playoff, he's, just, he's taking playing time from someone. You, you, if you don't have better players than Jerome McGinley on your team, like, and you're hurt. You're gonna be. You know, for what it's worth, I, I he was, was a captain. The Hawks were, the Hawks <laughs> well, were, were poking around about him too. For what it's worth, yeah. Well, a few weeks ago, Brandon Machinter is a captain of a team too. So, sit down. Uh, let's see. I'll skip over. Oh, uh, Columbus's uh, native son. Uh, Dalton Prout was traded to New Jersey for Kyle Quincy. That's a real superstar trade. Blockbuster. Yeah. So there's going to be a couple people in the uh that we noticed in the in the bar when we went to Columbus that had Dalton Prout jerseys that are going to be very disappointed. <clears throat> um there was a a weird kind of three-way trade. Uh Mark Streit went to Went from Philadelphia to Tampa Bay for Valtteri Filippola and a couple of picks. And then 
Tampa Bay turned right around and traded straight to Pittsburgh for a trip for a draft pick. So uh Pittsburgh picked up another defenseman on top of Hainsey. Uh Calgary picked up Curtis Lazar and former Blackhawk great Michael Koska for Yerky Yoki Paka. Woo! Thor. Yeah. Um PA Parento. Kind of oh, no, 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 go ahead. Kind of disappointed. No, I was going to bring up something that uh, what John had said, I think, on Friday about the Hawks possibly being interested in Lazar, or at least scouting, I think it was. That's what I heard. I'm a big Lazar fan. I, I, I would have liked that trade, but. There's a lot kinda... of mixed feelings about him. A lot of people on my board were just <laughs> dumping on him like nobody's business. But I remember when they drafted him, I think it was like 13th overall. Um, you know, the, the projection was he was going to be a really good two-way third-line center. Mm-hmm. And it's way too early, I think, to write him off if he still has that basic ability. You know, it's not an easy job in the NHL. Yeah. I don't know enough about him to really comment on it, so I don't know. Um, I don't know. Is Yerky Yoki Paka the equivalent of Polka? I don't know. Could we have gotten him? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I feel like I've heard Yoki, Yoki Paka, right? I feel like I've heard his name in the NHL yeah. before. He was on Dallas. He was traded uh, yeah. for Kurt, uh, for Chris Russell. He was in I the Chris Russell deal last year. I thought the Yoki Yoki Paka is what Derek does when he sees Polka play. <laughs> you like that? You like that? Oh, Jesus. Uh... What else do we have? Drew Stafford we talked or Stafford we talked about for the conditional six round pick. We talked about Marcus Wright, and then we talked about the actually the Blackhawks was the last deal of the uh, day. Uh, the Spencer Abbott and Carrot for Kenton Helgeson. So that's pretty much uh, uh, an encapsulation of the deals that happened. Uh, nothing really major. It was kind of a kind of a boring day for the most part as far as deals went. Nothing major happened at all. Um, well, I mean, you had the Shattenkirk one before, and I mean, that's just going to happen. Yeah, all the biggest deals happened days before, or a week before, so. Uh, uh, what do we think, I don't know, what do we think about the Blackhawks? I mean, their moves, or lack thereof, or whatever. John? I think the I think the big move is, is, is obviously Oduya, and... Uh, I you know I, I heard tonight I don't know if I think I heard this on radio I don't know if they were talking about it on TV but on radio they were saying Jalmerson's Jalmerson's supposed to be back maybe next week um, which if he comes back and he's relatively healthy playoff time that's a really really good thing for the Hawks mm-hmm. um, you know I heard that the thing that kind of lit the fire under them as far as Oduya was when Jalmerson had to leave that game last week because of the back problem. Um, that, that they, you know, what I heard was the Hawks said, you know what, we gotta, we gotta go pull, pull the trigger on Johnny O because we gotta get somebody in here who's got some experience and we can plug and play because we don't know what's going on with them. But, and I, you know, with a back problem like that, I mean, Taves, Taves injured his back in the World Cup and I mean, that was months it took to get him back 100%. So, till the um, beginning of February, you know, pretty much. Pardon me? Till the beginning of February, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and so, I mean, the Oduya move to yeah. me is, you know, it's 
it's sort of a nice insurance move on the low end. Um, is that Patrick's mom? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Um, yeah. Hey, mom! Just picture Patrick with a wing. Hey, mom! <laughs> the meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Ma, the meatloaf! <laughs> Fuck! So on the, on the low end, um, it's probably um, a good insurance move in, in terms of Jalmerson. If Jalmerson tells me, now you got a really, really deep defense going into the playoffs. Q's got a lot of a lot of pieces you can move around. Yeah. Um, and that's really that's the only meaningful move the Hawks made. I mean, Yurko. I, 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 I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Maybe something happens there, but I, you know, I'm not, I, I, I'm not I have, hold my breath. Yeah, I have a feeling by the time playoffs come around, he's going to be healthy scratch more more often than not. Yeah. Just not that I don't think he's good. I just don't think that uh, Quenville's going to he's going to be a Quenville favorite. So. Hey Norton. Yeah. What's up? Did you forget to wash your hands before you came on this podcast? <laughs> Why would I need to wash my hands if I have Kleenex? Oh, God. Oh, sorry, it blew up in my face. I thought I got him. <laughs> Very <Never> fake. <laughs> How about you, Pat? What? Mr. Patrick, what do you think about the Blackhawks most? Uh, when uh, the... I, didn't even know that the York retreat happened until like 4 a.m. on Saturday morning when I finally was going to bed. And I finally saw that that trade had gone down. So, And I literally was like, okay, whatever. I don't think anything of it. It's just a guy. Whatever. Um, the Oduya one, for the for what it costs, it's I think it's worth it. Yeah. Like, like you said the last time you were on, John, it's like the window's open for the next two years. And like I'm right. all for going for it every year. Yeah, and you needed a defenseman badly, so go ahead. In a cap era, you can't have it both ways, where the future is always going to be bright. So right, exactly. You know, worry about that down the road. We all know that the window's open for two more years. Do it. Do what if you got to do. If that long, huh? Really, if that long? Yeah. So, but I mean, the Oduya trade, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it. Mark McNeil, I mean, no, all jokes aside, it just it wasn't going to work out. So, you know, no, it didn't work out at all. Him. Yeah. So he, had he needed the change, and it didn't cost them much anyways with the pick too. So, well, honestly, they should. He needs hair. He doesn't need a change. He just needs hey, 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 hey! That's enough of the hair jokes, my friend. You're bald. <laughs> yes. He's the president of the No Hair Club for Men. <laughs> Dynamite drop-in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> uh, so, how about Mr. Norton? Uh, you, you you got anything else to say about the moves? <clears throat> Not at all. I mean, I called my brother as soon as it as soon as the Oduya one one went like down, and uh, it's it's just kind of cool because I mean, I'm young and. I no. never lived through the Bulls championships. The Hawks ones are like the really only ones that I remember, except for the Cubs. So Ugh. it's kind of cool seeing someone come back like that. Well, yeah. 
Well, I mean, if, if uh, someone's going to come back, sure, sure better Oduya than uh, Sharp. Sharp. Yeah. 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 Oduya's got more use for the Blackhawks. If he's healthy, he's got way more use. And if you could stock up that defense and, uh, hell, I, if Brian Brian Campbell's your fifth defenseman, and you and you have those, Ugh. you've got you know, <laughs> Kepney TVR and <clears throat> and uh, yeah, Campbell. Whenever the puck gets behind him, I get really scared now. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 like he's real. He's lost two steps. <sighs> he uh yeah. <laughs> so I know. Mid- Oduya is a nice pickup for that reason alone. Yeah. Well, Mr. Froster uh, doesn't like uh, Brian Campbell all that much, so he could probably elaborate on that a little bit. Uh, we don't need to play that I told you so game. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, what do you think about the rest of the moves, Mr. Mr. Froster? The trades? Yeah. That the box made. Ah, it's all minimal. It's no big deal. Just yeah. like calling a guy up. <clears throat> All right, well, I guess that's... Uh, I mean, you don't think about it because <clears throat> Sharp and Oduya both went to Dallas, and I think when it originally went down, people missed Sharp way more, but I think Oduya was not as much, but he was a pretty big fan favorite too. So, I mean, it's nice to see him back well, uh, you in know, a red sweater. He left a yeah, huge hole they, that never got filled. Yeah. yeah. Did. No, it didn't. I mean, it was TVR last year, and that come on, you know. I I mean uh, seriously, if Odia is healthy right now, he's filling the hole that he left. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think I think people forget too that in the 2015 playoffs, the third pair was Kyle Kamiski and uh, Kimo T- uh, Timonen, and David Runblad was in Keith there. Was Keith was playing like seventy minutes a night or something like that. Yeah, he basically were Johnny O and Yelmerson. They were they were rocks back there during that those playoffs. I mean, it was four guys. It was Seabrook, Keith, Yelmerson, and Johnny O. And Johnny O was, was a stud. Remember? Because I mean, remember the Anaheim series when when Anaheim was just going on those seek and destroy missions, and they were lining those guys up. And you know, Yelmerson and, and you no, know, do you? Were just they were impervious. They it didn't it didn't bother them at all, you know. And yeah. um, Johnny O's a tough guy. He blocks a lot of shots. He can really move. He can skate, get to pucks, and you know his game got smarter and better. Here, um, his game got a lot better, and and uh, so yeah, I'm sure that's why they went after him because they can they can you know Q can plug him right, right in and not miss a beat, and uh, he's going to help the whole rotation, and, and he's you know he's got that. Playoff experience. I mean, 2013, 2015. He was there. He was part of it. You know, he was a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you were saying, in 15. I mean, they they rolled four defensemen through the entire playoffs. They and, did. And as we sat, as we all sat there and said, "There's no way they can keep doing this," and they would do yeah. it round after round after round, and yep. they got away with it. They did it, yep. which is amazing. I will never forget. That's probably one of the biggest surprises. Mm-hmm. of this championship this set of championship runs to me was that they were able to roll four defensemen through the entire playoffs and not it was so wild yeah because the times that they did send out the third line it was a goal every time 
Well, because they because they were so bad. It was like a roller coaster ride. I mean, your heart was in your mouth the whole time. Yeah. The third, I mean, yeah. was such anytime you were on, you were just like, get it out, get it out, get it out. I don't care what you do. Just smash the puck and move it past the blue line. I don't care. Tomiski was better than Timonen. Timonen was that bad. Well, and it was even so bad. It even got so bad that they had banished Runblad to Europe. And they brought him back. That's how bad that third pair was. They didn't want no. him, so they, they hit him in in Europe. They basically said, just go play in Europe. We don't want you anymore. And in the playoffs, they, they were so desperate that they brought him back, and he actually played, which is unheard of. Rocky Wirtz was the original Donald Trump trying to put a travel ban to Europe. <laughs> and then you look at Chicago. What's going on in Chicago? <laughs> that, that would be like the equivalent of when they sent Cristobal Huey over overseas. And brought and then, him back. Yeah, and then in the playoffs, they would bring him back. That is, is about the equivalent of what happened with the David Runblad thing. It was that weird. That, uh... Sharing a hot tub together. <laughs> well, don't get, in, don't get in Corey Perry's hot tub because you end up with mumps. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> playoffs? You're a fat fucking disgrace. There, that's for you, Pat. Thanks. So, um, well, there were a bunch of games, but I'm not going to go through all the games. Um, you know, uh, we're already like almost two hours into this. So hey I'm guys, gonna... I'm going to bail. All right, man. If you want to, I got the, it's my witching hour. I got to, I got to get it. For no, that's fine, man. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thanks for hanging around for the, uh, for all the Blackhawk stuff. Think, and, uh, we'll be for talking to you Jack soon. Dushery. Yes. We will be talking to you soon, my friend. Let's do it soon. Let's do it again soon. Good night guys. Good night, man. Take it easy. Good night. That is Mr. John Jekyll. Double J. Double J, John Jekyll. And again, he's the best. At Jekyll, J-A-E-C-K-E-L. And you can find him on HockeyBuzz.com. You can read all the stuff there. I've been retweeting his his morning musings. So thanks to John for... Uh... Yeah, they're also causing me to get to work late because I lay in bed and read them now. I don't want to think about you in bed. <laughs> hey, yes, there is also a disgrace. <laughs> there is a bunch of chicken wing bones next to my bed. And do you mean you on the basement couch? No, I actually walked to the back of the basement where my bed is. <laughs> Last night I fell asleep to the sound of the sump pump going all night. <laughs> Keep your voice down, my roommates are sleeping You mean your parents? Yeah, same thing Nice jammies Thanks, they're a present for my roommates That's cool <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Well, I just had this great idea for a morning talk show Mornings with Pat And it's Pat <laughs> just laying in bed In his bed <laughs> Down against a cinder block wall in the basement In his tidy whiteies you know, <laughs> Some shitty 90s posters on the wall and, I've replaced you, those you with said that it's a radio show, so why would it matter what's around it? <laughs> no, it'd be like on shitty local cable. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> Trust me, we have enough of that. PBS. Now let's Pat. send it upstairs to my roommates for the weather. <laughs> it's raining, Pat. <laughs> At least Thanks, you're not from Canada. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much! Hanging out for dear life like those people on the plane that landed in the Hudson. Oh, no. Hey, they survived. Relax. Uh, What's the difference 
between a wet raccoon and Donald J. Trump's hair. A wet raccoon doesn't have seven billion dollars in the bank. <laughs> He's our president. <laughs> Not my president. You know, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> that's a that's an excellent point. Well, you know, the wall just you got ten feet Derek. higher. <laughs> You don't, you don't have a president. You only have a prime minister. Who's more interested in taking selfies? She said he's a pussy. <laughs> now we're going to be on some watch list for the Canadian uh, intelligence. <laughs> they don't have any intelligence up there. Oh! What do they, they got against us? I love the poorly educated. <laughs> Hey, could you say problem for me again? He's on strike now. <laughs> <laughs> this little taser's going to start barking. That's that's going to be Brian the rest of the night. <laughs> taser's going to speak for him. That's an odd name for a wife. There was a little truth to some of them, I'll be honest. <laughs> All righty then. Speaking of the puckin' pooches, where's Cujo? Where's Cujo? Oh, he's dead still. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Um, oh, that silence uh, is almost like Patrick's girlfriend was talking there. <laughs> Thought I had a Manti Teo joke, but I, I don't. <laughs> wow. You know, women who date fat guys are often mentally unstable. Yeah, it's true. They call them chubby chasers. I'm so pathetic, I can't even find a date on one of those dating websites. You two donkey dicks couldn't get laid in a morgue. <laughs> Man- oh. Manta Teo even found a date on one of those dating websites. <sighs> ne- never met her. Dickweed! <laughs> tragic death. Very tragic. Do you have any idea how disrespectful that is? If you'll excuse me, I've got to go take some more pain pills and hopefully I turn out like Derek Bugard. (laughs) (laughs) Apologize like a little baby, like a disgusting little weak, pathetic baby. Still better than Derek Harms. (laughs) (laughs) Out of nowhere. We I thought, mean, first of all, this guy's a joke artist. We lost this... you to a good bowl of poutine. <laughs> a piece of advice, my greasy friend. <sighs> all right. Reeling it back in at the two-hour mark. Yeah, come on, Sig. Do we want to go through his games or do we want to go through it? Nah. I guess we go through the games a little bit. Real quickly. Breeze through them. Yeah, I'll breeze right through them. First game was the versus the Oilers. 3-1 loss. Uh, Corey Crawford and Nett saved only 19. This was the first game after the uh, the break. Bye week. Blackhawks goal. The stats for the first game back are terrible. Yeah. Throughout the league. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this game. This is, I was at Monster Jam that night. Blackhawks goal was by Dick fucking Panic. TVR kicked a puck into his own goddamn net. Oh, shut up. What else is new? Woo! Shut up. <laughs> he did a thing. You like that? You like that? Hey, Grave Digger. Grave Digger lost 
at Monster Jam this night. It was an upset. We don't care. <laughs> we just speak for the crowd. Yeah. Um, no, Norton, why don't you shut up and move out of your pants, please? <laughs> you know, I was helping you out. Maybe you should listen a little bit, bud. I never attack him on his look, and believe me, there's plenty of subject matter right there. I said ghetto-ass Evergreen Park, uh, what do they call it? Schooling? Not good. I'm muting my mic now. I'll shut up. Someone's creating a bunch of noise. Hope that's not I don't, me. I don't know what that is. Okay, then. Anyway. Uh, the Hawks outshot the Oilers 39-22. Uh, they came out of the hi- hiatus looking good, but quickly fell apart. Milan Lucic had the game-winning goal, but he still sucks. Hawks held Connor McDavid in check, except for the empty net goal at the end. Hawks dominated just about every area but goals. Uh, Mulligan game. Seabrook dressed for his 900th NHL game, and Taze got his 500 NHL point. That fat loser. Uh, next game was at Buffalo. 5-1 win. Darling in net for the second of the back-to-backs. Saved 25-26. Blackhawks goals were by Hartman, Hosa, Taves, Anisimov, and Kane. Hosa had a monster shift where he just about cl- clowned every Sabres player on the ice. Marcus Kruger got his 100th NHL point. Yay. You may even get tired of winning. Uh, the other Kane. Wrong. What's that? <clears throat> wrong. 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 Very fake. Uh, the other Kane scored for Buffalo at the end of the second period. Hawks just overmatched the Sabres. Metalhead Robin Lehner didn't stand much of a chance as his defense watched the Blackhawks for most of the night. Just stood around and watched the Blackhawks for most of the night. <clears throat> Not good. Uh, the next one, at Minnesota, 5-3 win. Corey Croft was in net, played well, but didn't get a lot of help at times. Uh, Blackhawks goals were by Taves. He had a hat trick. Uh, Panique had a goal. Dick fucking Panic. Schmaltz had a goal. I call him the PSD, uh, the PTSD line. Some people are calling him the SDP line. Uh, they had all the goals and gave the wild fits. Nick Schmaltz finally showed why the organization has been so high on him. Dick fucking Panic was over 30 points with his 16th goal. And the wild kept clawing back, but the Blackhawks were always one step ahead. Kid Lion also played well, but Hosa and Kruger Lion had an off night. So, woo! There's that. Uh, the Coyotes game with guest recap from Mr. Alex Temes, Temes from Holland Hockey. Uh, I put up a link to to his Twitter, but I'm gonna. I want to actually give him another shout out. Because he was nice enough on short notice to volunteer. He is... I'm going to find that Twitter account. He is T-E-M-E-S-Y, so Teamsy24 on Twitter. Please give him a follow. He was uh, he's, he's from Chicago, but he's a Yotes fan, which I don't know how that works. but. Oh, Jesus. So uh, he actually wrote wrote a really good recap, uh, probably better than any recap I've done. <clears throat> Definitely uh, better than the one I've done. <laughs> it's kind of funny. They have 
the sad. Coyotes have one more fan in Chicago than they do in Arizona. Wow. Well, anyway. But they'd, but they'd have about 20,000 in Seattle, though. Woo! <laughs> oh. This is true. This is very true. Well, we'll ask Shane Down Don how he feels about that. Uh, watch, watch for the elbows. Yeah. Uh, Corey Crawford started in that, had a pretty bad first period, but uh, rebounded to hold the second and third firm. Michael fucking Roosevelt comes back in his first game from an injury and scores. Uh, other Blackhawks goals were by Kane. He had a hat trick. Hartman, Schmaltz. Uh, the Coyotes were just bad. A lot of young talent, but their mistake prone and their goalie is a fucking sweaty head case. <laughs> uh, Hansel and White were traded two days later. And that's all. Can I ask you something? Yes. What is up with the Coyotes? Because last year, didn't we miss the Coyotes game to recap and then Roosevelt scored in that game, too? <laughs> Uh, probably that was probably when Stacy Saracen uh, wrote the recap for us. When I actually, I actually tweeted out that there wasn't going to be a recap, and she volunteered to do one for us, which I was very nice. Uh, yeah, it's exceptionally nice. Yes. So shout out to both of them. Uh, Just shows how bad they are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I said something about it tonight, and Alex kind of replied. I was like, Oops, "Sorry, I didn't mean to rip your team, but it's true." Said something about uh, Shane Doan. Did you see how upset he was about the trade? Yeah. I mean, what do you expect? You know, you're gonna hang on to him for what? What do we? What are you gonna hang on to Hansel for? That would be dumb. I mean, they're not gonna do anything, so you might as well just hey, st- stop well, hating on them. Because who are we gonna have do our Coyotes <laughs> recaps next year? Well, yeah, this is true. It's very true. Uh, after that one was the 4-2 win versus the Blues. Scott Darling and Nett, Lars Johansson backed up Crawford, or with Crawford with falling ill. Had several 10-bell saves of his 30. That's Darling, that is. Uh, Blackhawks went up 2-0. Blues tied the game at 2. Hawks came back and scored two goals in the third to win. Blackhawks' goals were by Taves, that fat-ass, lazy captain. Patrick Kane, Artem Anisimov, and Carroll had the empty net goal. And uh, let's see, fucking TVR was garbage on the first Blues goal. That guy is garbage. <laughs> he uh, basically tried to walk through three Blues uh, players, and they basically just stood him up at the blue line, took the puck from him, came in and scored. Uh, Blackhawks rang up 42 shots on Jake Allen. This is the Blackhawk, first Blackhawks game for Thomas Yurko. Played on the third line, only had 12 minutes only forwards that played less were Marcus Kruger and Andrew Desjardins. So that is all the games. And then you had the Penguins game tonight. Uh, Blackhawks won pretty convincingly. Uh, Kane with the uh, hat trick. Schmaltz looked really good. Darling looked good. Mm, that's uh, Oh, do you didn't play. That's pretty much just an encapsulation of what happened tonight. So. Dude. Hopefully you were talking about Scott Darling look good, right? <laughs> no. Oh, damn. <clears throat> um, so that brings us to questions. How about some questions? We'll wrap no. it up with questions and then we'll get the fuck out of here. 
Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, we have three. Uh, I don't think uh, I could probably double check and see if we got any more really quickly. Nope, uh, nope, nope, nope. Nope. Okay. Shy Sox history. What are your thoughts on Kara, on Tanner Kara so far? He's not hitting the score sheet, but he seems to be good fundamentally. Someone go. Um, I said this as a Kruger fan. If they re-sign Caro and Rasmussen as Kruger's replacements, I'm perfectly fine with that. I think he's been adequate. Adequate Caro. I, no, I have no problem with that. Yeah, he's he's okay. I mean, he doesn't have to hit the score sheet, but if Q trusts him to go out there and kill penalties, and then Q trusts him out there at the end of the game to get a, enough to get a, a empty net goal, I think he's uh, he's on yes. he's in Q's uh, on a Q's good side. So I think he, uh, he you know who knows what's going to happen next year or whatever or what players are going to have here, but I definitely think he's he's going to be like a first call up if he isn't if he doesn't make the team next year. I think he's pretty much got himself as a spot on this team. So I agree. Yeah. Anyone else got anything to say about Carol? No. Take that. As a no. <clears throat> I like him. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, at Hawks Dyke. That number sixty-seven. Well. Yeah. My boy. Sky Point to Fro Lake. Uh, at Hawks Digest sends in a question. This question stems from an earlier comment by Mark Lazarus. I just had to mention that because I know you guys would love that. Not my beat writer. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, who is, was the most fan polarizing Blackhawks player? Meaning. Corey Crawford. I, that's what I said. I replied with Crawford. I've turned into you. I'm a Corey Crawford apologist. I was never a big Crawford. He was a, I wasn't his biggest fan, but, and I'm still not as a fan of like, uh, not one of my favorite players or anything, but uh, the guy just gets so much shit. It's not even funny. No. And he's a top five goalie in the league. And at this point well, in his career, I don't know if he's Jonathan quick elite though. <laughs> oh God. I mean, Jonathan quick's pretty elite. Oh, geez. Geez. Just trying to light the fuse, buddy. You kind of think about it. L.A. has a very similar goalie tandem to the Hawks right now. Yeah, oh, a, ben, a lot ben cheaper. Bishop from very LA. fake. Ben Bishop from L.A. equals Scott Darling. And Both Black playoff Ho- heroes for their teams. And, and the, uh, the Blackhawks duo is much cheaper. Does Ben Bishop have a chubby sister, too? Roll as, a little chubby, as Patrick continues to ruin his chances. <laughs> Who's a perv? No, he is. He is. Uh, he struggled to find that one. <laughs> <laughs> the awkward silence. Yeah, I, I say Crawford. While uh, not TVR as much, I don't think uh, Lazarus said earlier he didn't think there was any player that. You know, some people uh, loved. You know, either people loved or hated. And uh, I think I don't. I think the per- percentage of people that love TVR is a, a lot lower than uh, than you get like the fifty fifty split or with with Crawford or whatever it is. I don't love TVR. I think, but I, think like, it's, I think he gets shit on too a lot. There's like ten percent that love him and you know ninety percent that hate him. And uh, Crawford, it's more like you know 
Roosevelt gets shit on a lot too. Not really anymore because he doesn't play, so you don't really hear you don't really hear his name a lot. Like I don't, I haven't hey, seen him. Somebody didn't read the recap tonight. <laughs> I've been busy. Yeah. What the <laughs> hell is going on? Yeah. So have I. <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about. Try getting it out. Go ahead. But you have you have this thing called a future. <laughs> All right, Ours is long gone. Let's, let's not go too far. Very <laughs> fake. Yeah, once somebody gets a hold of these, <laughs> I don't think you heard me. You're having a hard time tonight. You you better start paying us to delete episode 76 where you come off sounding like a disgusting senior in high school. <laughs> There's a little truth to some of them, I'll be honest. Um, yeah, I, I, it's definitely, well, at least in this... In this in, in, in this era, it's got to be Corey Crawford for sure. Yes, I don't think there's any uh, there's any doubt of that. <clears throat> Mister Shy BDM put a question in. Uh, how will the fan base deal with the eventual rebuild? Will most fans remain, or will will we be in Go Cubbies? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Ugh, yuck! This is fake news put out by the media. Uh, um, no, they won't remain because they're already starting to dwindle. If you ask me, yeah, I'll be gone faster than <laughs> half the fan base. <laughs> Nor I mean, we first of the all, this guy's a joke like artist, and this guy's anymore. a liar. <laughs> That's yeah. good. No, I'll give that one to you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Norton, that get one, and then get calling out. me Derek. Out, That's out, all you out. get. <laughs> <clears throat> so right, I'll buy, as, as long as they have the Ben Smith triple X uh, shirt on the <laughs> <Clint Frank laughs> Pro X. jersey, I'll buy you one as an piece offering. Will you cut the sleeves off of it for him? All right, that that <laughs> joke's getting old. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Uh, Uncle Roosevelt's vein is starting to show on his forehead when he reads those tweets. So what a pansy he is. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Dude, you like that selfie he took? He looks like fucking Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> I know. He's like randomly during the middle of the day. I'll, I'll, I'll be yeah. saying something. And I'll be and I'll get a tweet from him. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the best part is, is I'll get a uh, text from him on my work phone. I'm like, oh, clearly somebody's busy changing light bulbs now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's it's weird to like see Uncle Roosevelt pop up in my timeline as a, a, with a reply to something. Well, the best part is too when I wake up in the morning and I check Twitter and I'll see like from you know half hour ago, Uncle Roosevelt like your tweet and I'm like that's great that probably came while he's taking his morning shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you know his daily routine. <laughs> he's not a complicated person. <laughs> When you've roomed with him three times in Columbus, what happens in Columbus doesn't always stay in Columbus. <laughs> You're a fat fucking disgrace. Because once you've had fat, you never go back. Goodness is he probably won't still be listening at this point. And nor should he be. <laughs> Our humor goes right over his head. It's a complete and total disaster. <laughs> All right. I agree. I think we can wrap this shit show up. What do you think, boys? I think we're done. 
probably could have an hour ago when John left. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, wrapping it up. You can find me on the Twitters, the Facebook, the Instagram at Puck and Hostel. Uh, you could find uh, my esteemed colleagues here on the Twitters, Pat, uh, Patrick underscore Stankus at, at Atomic Froster at PD Norton three. And make sure you, uh, if you don't already, follow the at Hawks Shoutcast account for John Jekyll. All your uh, rumors and uh, behind the scenes news. Plus, he does wrap ups games too. It's at Jekyll, J A E C K E L. Make sure you follow him. If you're not already following him, I don't know why you're not. Um, <clears throat> if you're not following him, but following Brian Hedger, I or, can't defend you. Or following us. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's very true. So True. Uh, also, if you enjoy our stuff and have an extremely disposable income, head over to the Puck and Hustle store and pick up some gear. I am uh, possibly working on some changes with the Puck and Hustle store. Maybe get some better quality stuff. Uh, I know Mr. Patrick has requested some uh, nice flex fit hat. I think yes, I'm, I, I have a design too, buddy. All right. Well, <laughs> let me know. Um, I'm just uh, making sure that we can use multiple designs at this place. But um, I, I the, uh, the place that I found, you could do like Under Armour, uh, you know, quality clothing not just cheap t-shirts or anything like that so uh i'm gonna have to do a little bit of work to get it up yeah no speaking of cutting the sleeves off mr william j lapetamine uh asked if we could do tank tops and uh this place you can do that you could do it at the old place too but uh i'm trying to get a little better quality stuff for people i think uh they deserve it so uh that's that uh, if you get a chance, head over to iTunes, rate and review us. I did not check if we had any reviews, so I will just do that I, for next time. We did have one. Oh, we did? Yes. Why? Because you put it in? <laughs> no, no. It said we are the greatest in the humongous universe, the best Blackhawks podcast. <laughs> okay. It was by Briz30. Yes, Briz Galoff. Thank you. Checking in for the for tonight's uh, shoutcast. Never forget that episode when he got lit up that night when we were recording. <laughs> yeah, we were laughing so hard, yeah. yeah. That was as good as election night. <laughs> yeah, it was close. Remember uh, that election night, Derek's last episode? Yeah, it was... Uh, Before we fired him and then Trump fired his ass. Winner! <laughs> yeah, well... These are animals. <clears throat> uh, let's see, any shout-outs for you, Pat? Uh, Shout-out to... Deviant Hockey. Cha-ching. Can I get the little Jewish piano sound effect? What? Also known as a cash register. What? I say that. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> um, shout out to Uncle Roosevelt uh, for listening, if he actually got this far. A kid because I care, my friend. And uh, that's about it. You're a fat fucking disgrace. Uh, hopefully everybody, if there's anyone that listens to us out west in uh, Illinois that got hit last night by the weather, I hope everything turns out all right for you guys yeah, out there. that was slightly southwest of me, so it, it's real nice at 5 o'clock in the afternoon when the tornado sirens are going off out here. Yeah, I, it was following me home. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, not, not to end on a sour note, but just uh, 
yeah stay stay positive out there folks it'll get better yeah it's february tornadoes not good yeah i mean you know these weather patterns yeah i don't believe i sorry i don't believe in climate change climate change is every day for me this is fake news put out by the media i'm done you're done all right and uh welcome back to mr uh atomic froster how about you you got any shout outs uh, shout out to Deviant Hockey. Yeah. <laughs> what? If I can be serious for a minute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? That's all you got? That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, all right, well. Uh, how about you, Mr. Norton? You got anything? Uh, shout out to, let's see, Taco Bell. Uh, please sponsor us. Hashtag please sponsor us. Uh, and <clears throat> well, shout out to Mr. Froster over here. Uh, it's nice to have you back. Yes. Nice to nice to hear a Canadian not as annoying as Steve Conroy. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid buttwad. I I'm going to still take that as an insult. <laughs> yeah. The show was intended. So. <laughs> not. All right, that's enough. Ah. I thought it did have something else I was missing, but whatever. What's that? I don't know. I said whatever, so we're done. Fair enough. That being said, thanks to, thanks to everybody for listening, supporting. Good night, and don't be a meathead. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.